Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm the executive producer here, John Bates, uh, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I'd like to thank our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty, without whom we wouldn't be able to do much, uh, especially not all the content that we put forward now. I also want to thank all the people that have joined on with us since the, I would say, successful uh, experiment that was Midsummer Night's Dream. If you're interested in that, go check out our YouTube channel, where youtube.com slash Sinstaku, where we performed the world's first, as far as we're aware, live stream production of a community theater uh, performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream. That sounds like a lot of qualifiers. It's more just because that's the way I talk. Please go enjoy them, give us feedback, let us know if you'd like to see more of that in the future. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Final Show Films or follow me personally at John A. Bates for all future updates and live notifications for our live stream. In the meantime, sit back, relax, enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Rebirth post-Gen Con me, which is to say, I'm tired. Anyways. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm the, game, I'm the game master for this evening, and it's been, it feels like it's been years since I was on my own Twitch channel. It's only been two weeks. Um, <clears throat> but uh, joining me today is William. Hi, I'm William. I was also at Gen Con, which means I am also tired. I'm <laughs> playing Gashkar the half-orc barbarian. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I was not at Gen Con, but I'm always tired anyways, because I'm old. I am playing uh, Harry Halfling Battlemaster Fighter. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I was at Gen Con and had enough sleep and then didn't, and so I'm tired, and I'm playing Hope, Azamar, Rogue Barbarian Monk. I like I like that roller coaster you just took me on. Yes. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I was not at Gen Con, but that doesn't mean I can't be tired, and I'm playing Lulu, who the halfling, I almost said barbarian. She's actually a blood hunter. Uh, Join us, barbarian. <laughs> that would make that would make four barbarians on the team. <laughs> Do it, uh, and Do it. Cody. Do it now. Uh, <laughs> I haven't considered that. Uh, I'm Cody. I'm playing Corbin, the human battlemaster, uh, and I also did not go to Gen Con, but I'm also tired all the time too, because life. We're determining is this is a very <laughs> tired group of people, and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gwynferon, the High Elf Divination uh, Wizard, as well as Ashkill, the Wood Elven Warlock that lives in his brain. I was neither at Gen Con, but I got a whole four and a half hours of sleep last night, and I feel fucking fine, so I don't know what the rest of you wussies are talking about. I know, right? Anyways. Well, I like sleep. <laughs> sleep is nice. When last we left our adventuring party, they were traveling through the snow, uh, through the snowy tundra of Isenfeld to find their way to the small town of Snowdrift, um, which was, which, uh, and, and on their way there, uh, they were being accompanied by Sig, uh, by Sigmund, 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 Sig Sigurd. 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 Sigurd, Sigurd, wrong Sigurd. Sig name. Yep. Uh, Sigurd. Sig Vicious. Sig, Sig Vicious. Uh, they were being accompanied <laughs> yes. by Sigurd. Uh, a Goliath 
a Goliath barbarian who uh, had was apparently out hunting frost giants when they accidentally teleported into the middle of the fight. What I want to know is, does does Sigurd have a gunslinger brother, Sig Sauer? No. He does okay. not have a thing. <laughs> Anyways. Again, missed opportunities. Uh, yeah, I know. It's almost like I'm the GM. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and in addition to dragging behind the severed heads of these frost giants, uh, one hairy Alp apple tea uh, was dragging behind the severed penis of one of the frost giants. Uh, which, when last we left off, they had just camped for the night, and Harry had cut off, uh, carved off a chunk of that in order to eat, which at least three people were eating uh, some of it, and the rest were uh, using their own rations, Rations. as it was. (laughs) Rations! That's what they're for! So that's where we left off. The night passes uneventfully, unless there's anything you guys want to have conversational-wise while you're sitting underneath and a snow-driven overhang inside a Liaman's tiny hut uh, out next to a fire and a bunch of frozen heads and penis. I feel like, I feel like we need another, like, hour and a half of, of solid genitalia puns before we can really get on with the rest of the game. So. Go ahead. No. Uh, <laughs> Gwyn is going to sleep. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Assuming you all sleep and rest. Nobody jumped out saying, ooh, I have a thing I need to do. Um, I, Lulu might. I'm not entirely aware of the situation. And so this may have been asked already. Are we... Do we have someone on watch? Are we with a large group or in a place? You are in a large group of yourselves, plus Sigurd. Um, no one's been declared to be on watch, but I assume that you guys put together a watch. I don't yeah. I don't assume you guys don't put a watch out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just clarifying, because we don't normally when we have the full house, but yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I assume a watch is being held. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So the night passes... And the next day dawns. You guys set out once again, bright and early. Sigurd going over and grabbing the chains and starting to drag these frost giant heads again through the uh, through the through the snow, uh, leaving a nice furrow for you all to follow in. Um, and you recall that Sigurd had said you're about two or three days away from the town that he's heading to. So, is there anything that you guys want or need to do in this second day of travel? Um, uh, we, yeah. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say we, with the exception of ice pelt, we have no mounts, so everybody's on foot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is it dark? I forgot Bosco bed? again. Damn it! <laughs> uh, is yeah, it this would be the place for an ox. It's cold. Is it? Is it what, Aaron? Is it? I. I'm trying to find the correct thing. If it's dim or dark out, I move faster. It is not currently dim or dark out. It is it is a snowy tundra. There's plenty of sunlight. Members of the party got it. Uh, Yeah, and it is it is like fortunately you guys are traveling in the furrow being made by Sigurd, so you're not being hindered too much by the snow. And he doesn't seem to be hindered at all by the snow, so you're not moving any slower than you normally would thanks to his giant heads. My fur is going to get so many icicles on it. Oh yeah. I take off my armor. Okay. 
my armor is why I'm fine, so I don't take it off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 heavy, and I'm sick of snow, and I'm very quiet. What's <laughs> different? It I, is very cold. I, you guys, you guys do have, you guys all do have winter clothing. Mm-hmm. Except for Gashkar doesn't need it. Um, but even with the winter clothing, as the day goes on, you'd think the sun would help warm you up, but it doesn't. This area just seems to suck all the heat out of you, out of your clothes. Strangely enough, Sigurd doesn't seem to be bothered by it, even though he's wearing less clothes than all of you. In fact, occasionally his body just starts steaming for no reason. But other than him, it is freezing. Gashkar and Ice Kelter fine. (laughs) Yeah. The white worm... Is fine. Yes, the white, the white, dra- the white dragon blood wyvern, and the person who has gear specifically resistance to cold yeah. is. <laughs> I will ask Gwen if he wants to or has any plans to replace the spells in our storage slots. Um. Uh, yes. No. Um. End of the day. Anything that I haven't used before we rest, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, definitely get. Recharges. Who actually? Yes. Let's go run. Who needs? Does anybody have your hand spot thing empty? Um. I know I used. I know I used one at the temple to contact Selena. Did I use my second one? I cannot remember. It's been. It's been a little while. Uh. No, you didn't. All right. I'm gonna use that real quick. Okay. Try and contact Selena again. Same message. Okay. There is no response. Okay. Mine has a feather fall in it, but I can get rid of that <laughs> if we need or want something useful in there. Mine's empty. All right. So Hope will need one. Gashkar's is empty. Gashkar will need one. And Corbin. Corbin will need. I've one. got. I've got ideas though. Okay. Yeah. If you need something, once we find a place to stay for the evening, come talk to me. We'll discuss what I can do and what you want, and we'll see what we can fill up for everybody, respectively. So, after a while of walking, uh, you find uh, Sigurd sort of stops, pulls to a halt uh, up ahead of you. You've been walking up a hill slightly for a while. Um, and as he sort of pulls to a stop, the rest of you group a gather around, and you see that he stopped on top of a hill. And as you step up to the ridgeline, the view before you falls away, and you see massive fields of tundra ahead of you. And off in the distance, there is what appears to be some collection of structures that has some amount of smoke rising out of it. Uh, From this distance, it's hard to make out much detail, but it definitely looks like hide-covered buildings, some form of civilization. And he uh, sort of points out to it. There is our destination. It'll be Are those yurts? Some of them, yes. Always wanted to sleep in a yurt. Um, looks like we're about a day out, so... And he sort of points, and you see uh, he's about halfway between where you guys are now and this uh, group of civilization. There is a massive indentation 
Uh, it looks like, from the distance that you're at, it looks almost like a footprint, um, but massive in scale. Like, you imagine that the closer you get, the less and less it'll look like a footprint, just because of how perspective works. We'll be staying in the Titan's Tread. And he says, uh, indicating the giant footprint. And then from there, it'll be next day before we get to town. Where's the next one of those footprints? We're not sure. Oh. Hmm. Which direction is it facing? It's facing it... sort of south. The The footprint is? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen one south. We've been on an airship. I didn't see one in the desert or anything. You wouldn't see one in the desert, though. Depends what the and sand's even a titan, like. Even a titan probably doesn't have a stride much longer than a mile. I would think. Is it as big as the one that we had that we saw or experienced in the tower? In the tower? Bigger. Bigger? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I... How long has it been there? Years. Uh, decades, as far as anyone can remember, actually. Yeah, I don't think that Titan's going to be, like, coming back around and stepping in his own footprint, if that's what anybody's concern seems to be. But excellent. Yes, no, camping for the evening. Lovely idea. Let's go do that. He uh, hoists the chain and begins moving downhill towards this massive footprint on the horizon. <clears throat> After a day's travel, you notice that while there are definite signs of wildlife and you guys could veer off and find things if you wanted, it seems that the the six giant frost uh, the six frost giant heads keep most most predators at bay um, <laughs> as just sort of a you know threat determination basically. Uh, most something killed six frost giants and took their heads. We don't want to mess with it. Basically, <laughs> no. yeah. If, if 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 things are dra <laughs> if people are dragging frost giant heads behind them, and we can't deal with frost giants, then we don't want to deal with those. Um, so most of the wildlife that would be hostile or threatening tends to make up give a wide berth to the party while you're traveling. So you don't run into any particular snags on the way down. Uh, as the sun begins to dip closer uh, to the horizon, you do you do come up to the edge of this what what looked from the previous instance to be a massive footprint. As you sort of walk up to the edge of it, you can see why this footprint has stayed here. Um, it's not a footprint in the snow. You can sort of feel the ground underneath you begin to crumble as you get closer, and then when you actually get to the edge of it. Basically, what has happened was this was once a flat plane. The flat plane has been pressed down. There may have been there. There was there may have been uh, a Gwynfron. You can sort of infer this. There may have been a series of underground caverns or something in this area that meant that this particular part of land was not as sturdy as the rest, which meant that when whatever this thing was stepped on it, it just caved everything in creating this permanent massive footstep in the ground. Interesting. You stepped in the wrong place. <laughs> or the right one. Unusual to have karst topography in a polar environment, but still fascinating. 
would be something something akin to stepping on a molehill, just several several times bigger. But Caves yes, collapse uh, easily. No, yes, uh, some level of ground subsidence, geologic instabilities, and one fucking huge footprint looks like. Uh, Sigurd sort of swings the giant heads over the cliff, dropping them into the heel of this massive footprint, and then just sort of uh, holds onto the chains, anchoring them uh, into the ground nearby. If you all want to climb down, here you go. Oh boy. All right. How how tall? Gwyn will attempt to climb. Sure, give me a athletics check. How tall? What? How? How how tall is the ledge down? How like far down is the sunk? Oh no! That's yes. a good. It's about. It's a good about forty feet. Like, okay. Like, it's not. It's not. Right. Ma- it's not massive, but it is pretty. That's enough. Yeah. Okay. I don't have arm strength. So I, I have rope. Uh. So, I mean, the chains are serving as basically okay. rope. Like, the All chains right. are, the chains are, the, the heads are, the chains are long enough that the heads hit the ground. So basically, what, what just... Sigurd is saying is you can use the chains to climb down rather than okay. having to use anything else. Yes, Aaron? Would it potentially just be easier for me to carry Gwen down than let him spot on his face? Well, it would have been, but Gwen decided <laughs> to go ahead and go. Um, so Gwen, Gwen gets over, uh, grabs the chains, moves around, plants his feet, and starts trying to shimmy down without taking into account the fact that these chains are very cold and have been dragging through snow. So Slippery. He sort of makes it about two, two, two hand shifts down before his hands go and Gwen just <laughs> into the air. Gashkar immediately oh, no. takes after him on on Wyvern back. Oh, I was reaction featherfall. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was about to ask. So as Gwen as Gwen meets the air, he he sort of makes a, a quick gesture and begins falling much much slower. He he, however, does not reorient himself. He's going to gently land on his back. So Gwynfron is uh, Gwynfron is angel diving backwards very very slowly uh, towards the ground. Uh, Gashkar, you can hop on uh, on you can hop on ice pelt and fly down if you want. I mean, I've been riding I've been riding ice pelt the entire time. Yeah, so to... you can you can certainly fly down. Gwyn doesn't seem to be in any danger though. So I mean, that doesn't stop her immediate impulse to fly after him though. When as soon as she sees him fall. <laughs> Lulu was in the middle of offering support, and it's just like, mm. okay. The rest of you? Do you want to go first, or who's up next? No, go go for it. Just all right. I'll climb yep. down. Mm-hmm. Check. Don't fall. I think I'll be fine. I don't know why I have advantage. Uh, 15. But fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Oh. So you you make the you make the strategic decision to actually grab inside the link rather than trying to hold on to the outside of the chain, which yeah. basically gives you a nice hand and foothold, and you very easily climb down. Yeah. <laughs> Giant heads make real good footholds. <laughs> the uh, the the chains the chains are actually very easy to climb down unless you roll a four. Um, I mean, I did. 
I mean, uh, total four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Corbin climbs down easy enough. I'll catch if anybody falls, because I don't have magic like him. <laughs> as as Gwen continues to star in his own John Woo film. Yeah. I'm going to make snow angels when I get to the bottom. <laughs> After everyone else. Hope. <laughs> Fine. I'm not happy about this. Fine. It's slightly, t it's just tall enough. Let's do this. It's okay. If you fall, what's the worst that could happen? You die? Natural 20. Oh, no. Yeah, you go down easily enough. Yep. Harry and Lulu? Hold on just a second. Okay. Um... Was that a hold on for everyone or a hold on for you? That was a hold on for me specifically. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Lulu? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll climb down. Okay. Athletics check. Easy enough. Again. Another natural 20. Love these natural 20s. Uh, do, 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 do. And a, and a third natural 20 from Harry. And so, yeah. useless place for these rolls to happen. Yeah. We're really good at climbing down some chains. So the group of you... I have to say, I completely, I was completely not paying attention because of work stuff. And all I know is after a lot of legs, okay, 20, okay, I'm good. Um... So the group of you make it down the chains and Sigurd follows after. And about the time Sigurd hits the ground is when Gwynfron hits the ground. Um, and theoretically, Gashkar, if Gashkar was keeping pace, or if Gashkar just went ahead and landed. And Gashkar already had been keeping pace, yeah. Yeah, oh so, my goodness. uh, so, uh, when Fron hits the ground, begins making a, begins making a snow angel, um, as Sigurd continues to drag the, uh, uh Frost Giant heads a little bit further into the depression. You find... What's this, what's the seasonal, uh, cycle like in core? Did, like, did we get snow in core during the winter? Occasionally, not not a lot of okay. not a lot of snow. Core is fairly Mediterranean, um, so it's sort of temperate temperate year round. I um, haven't done this since I was a child. But there is snow in core, just not often. It's one of those like every few years you get a big snowfall. Yeah, never seen this much snow. You're gonna get snow down your. It's gonna go straight down your neck. You know that, right? Just pass by. As my druid friend says, do it for the creeping vine. Hmm? There aren't, I'm, I'm, mm, there's no vines. I'm confused. Uh, after walking a few, uh, just a few minutes more, uh, Sigurd uh, basically brings you all to a sort of uh, uh, what appears to have been at one point in time part of a cave tunnel that didn't collapse under the footprint. It's sort of in the middle of the foot, where the arch, sort of in the middle of the arch of where the footprint would be. Uh, there is what is now just an overhang that leads into a collapsed tunnel, but has some space for camping and things that will shield you mostly from the elements. Um, where he, he and once there, he begins rolling the heads into a snowdrift and piling snow on them again. I'll help him with that. Which is the indication of okay, this is where we're stopping for the night. Sure. Oh, 
You are now sort of in the arch of this Titan's of what is apparently known as the Titan's Tread. Um, and Gwyn is going to cast uh, Tiny Hut for shelter again. See, this... uh, yeah, he's ritually casting it. So, okay. <laughs> see, this having a, a wizard along is slowly growing on me. Just slowly. This is very nice. We're very convenient. They, yes, they, they are. It would grow. It would probably grow faster if he was using the mansion, but <laughs> true. Can't, can't ritual cast that one. Plus, okay. Yeah. This is this is fine enough. At least it's warmer. It's warmer in here, which is really the important thing. I'm cold. Why is it so cold? Welcome, well, welcome to a tundra. <clears throat> Can uh, can we make a nature check so that Gwyn can scientifically tell her why it's so cold? Sure, here? give us a nature check. Nineteen. Does he oh, know? God. You know. So, uh, given that the uh, material plane tends to exist on a spherical uh, type iteration of the solid that forms the ground surface underneath us, uh, once you get to higher coordinates closer to the poles, the angle of sunlight is distributed over a much greater area. Um, that meaning that the incoming energy from uh, solar uh, insolation, as it's called, um, is less intense at these areas. It was rhetorical question. It was a rhetorical question. Lulu will offer hope and action. Sun not strong, burr. Mm -hmm. Thanks. As interesting as all of this is, and it's not, <laughs> um, can we get to casting? Because you know how this is coming up to all of your like, like knees and like, hi. <laughs> You're taller inside. than me, you jerk. I was speaking for both of us. So as Grinfrod finishes the ritual casting, the ground uh, just outside the cave. <laughs> pops up into this dome. It looks kind of like an igloo right now. Um, just because it's still covered in snow. Uh, and you can all pile in into this uh, small hut, which is comfortable on the inside. Or <sighs> than fr you know what's worse than frozen toes? Frozen body parts that are higher than toes. That would be pretty bad. Yep, it's chilly out, that's for sure. Hmm? Meanwhile, outside, Sigurd makes a fire and uh, uh, heads out into the night or into the evening, apparently, to do some hunting. Yashkar steps into the hut. What are we going to do if he gets eaten by badgers? It doesn't matter. He already pointed us in the way of the town. Okay. Kill and... the badgers, eat the badgers. Absorb their power. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Actually, just eat the badgers, because from what I understand, badger meat is like really, really good, especially if you if you season it just right. But sure, that too. I wouldn't know. I'm just anti badger right now. Anti badger, right? Now. <laughs> How are you anti badger and not wanting to eat badger? How are you anti badger right now? Just, <laughs> just recent. Ex I mean, like generally they're fine if at a distance if I don't have to be near them. But if or know they're near you. Yes, that too. That that that's the same way I feel about spiders. Slight rumble in the ground. What did the what bad badger this? do to you? Do you need to talk about it? 
better we're not supposed to talk about it it might bring up some stuff but the ground is shaking also there is a there is a slight rumble on the ground that you all what was that oh what oh god (laughs) you may you may have angered you may have angered the giant snow badgers what can i tell what it is as a sure give me a nature check Mm, not a survival check give me a survival check too I will roll nature and not survival because my sur- nature is a plus two and my survival I, is a minus I would like four. To survival well, this. my survival is a plus ten I'm, and my I'm nature is a minus I'm just gonna roll because I'm curious. So, I, have, I, have a very, I have a very consistent. I nature got a 19, now. 19, yeah, no. 24, 19, 3, and a ten. Uh, everyone that rolled higher than a twelve. So I bet it's Sigurd. He's running. For, except for Corbin and Hope. It sounds like something heavy hit the ground a distance away. It's Sigurd. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, no, no uh, I mean, my feeling is that it's definitely worms, because what created these tunnels in the first place? I'm just having it's Sigurd. flashbacks. It's good. Sigurd it's created, wait, Sigurd created the tunnels in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, worms. Like, cave worms. Are just... Disappointing, though. I was hoping for a Ramares. Hmm. Harry drops to what dro- drops to her knees, grabs whatever is nearest to her on the ground. It literally doesn't matter what. Okay. Picks it up, sniffs it. Yeah, it sm- tastes like something fell nearby. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. What did he? Okay. Did you, did you know that's a halfling thing? Did you, you strike? That? Did you strike peppermint? I don't understand that reference. It's a, it's a reference to the old Rankin and Bass Christmas. Oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I haven't seen those in years. There was the, the, the minor dude who always threw his pickaxe in the air and tried to find things. Oh, right, right. We need to go find him. After seeing those for like 20 years straight, you kind of like, I'm done for the rest of my life with these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, back in character, Hope has just said we need to go find him. Find who? Uh, if Sigurd, if that was Sigurd who fell, I mean, Sigurd. he's kind of huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be hard to find. Come on, let's go. All right. Also, Gwyn, no, I read about those. No. <laughs> I have an academic interest in a great many things. And besides, that was Eshkel who wanted to see one of those primarily. One of what? No, Eshkel then. Remoraz. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. Pronunciation changes depending where you're at. It's a giant centipede that's on fire. Yes. So you guys step out of the hut. One and kill it. Yeah. Anyways, outside. You guys step out of the hut. Give me a survival check. Cool. Shit. I. I'm gonna try. Is Sigurd any of the things I get advantage on? (gasps) He is a humanoid. No. Yeah. No. Five. Fucking hell, 15, that's not great. Um, so none of you actually can see his tracks. <laughs> right, because he has the boots of the Winterlands. He doesn't actually leave tracks in snow. <laughs> he does not leave tracks in snow. Um, so you're actually, you're having a bit of a hard time trying to figure out which direction he went, basically as you guys were sort of stepping inside the hut around the time that he left. Um, but... After a few moments, you hear this sort of dragging sound, this 
Oh, he's already killed something and is bringing it which, back. Which then prompts you to sort of walk in, walk in, a, uh, in a particular direction. Um, and you see just slightly, uh, slightly further away down the footprint from where you guys are is Sigurd dragging behind him what looks to be... It's hard to tell. You would say it's an elk of some kind, except that it's about four times the size of any other elk you've ever seen. And if it was an elk, it's like a 57-point elk, which is... There's too, ma- too many horns. Um, but uh, he is just sort of dragging it behind him. Hey, guys, I found him. Okay, he's alive. That's good. What are you calling now? That does not look normal. We go back where it's warm. <sighs> yes. Just don't like being out in the middle of nowhere. Nothing around. That's Fine. adventuring. Yeah. No, because we spent like a while adventuring in places with like cities where you could go and stay in an inn and it was great. We and went then there to kill we- people. There's a difference. Yes. <laughs> That's... It's not so much adventuring, I think. No? What? No, it still counts. What counts? It's adventuring. Going and trying to stop a cult. It didn't go well, but... That was a byproduct. We went there to kill someone. Did you not stop (laughs) the cult? I No. (laughs) Probably not. It went badly. Did you I, kill? Did you kill the person? Killed a lot of people. Eventually, um, were they the right people? N- no, we killed one person. Well, our cleric killed one person, and then we had to call on some other people, a wizard, to fix the situation so because only we only killed one person. I already saw your group electroshock at pers- uh, the minds of some random. Oh. This was the first time we went to a town to kill someone. There have been a couple times. Yeah, there's been a couple towns. Harry, Harry leans over to Lulu is like, I know I'm new to this group, but they're not the leaders, right? Because they're <laughs> very good at what they're doing. They're good at killing things sometimes. But, but I'm not, not the right people. That's not, that, that, does, that doesn't work like that. No, I don't know. I said I'd help with context, but I don't have the context for this. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. Gwyn's Sorry. back in the hut by himself, so... Continue! Gwyn's <laughs> back to the hut because I'm, my yeah, hair is awful. You're all heading back to the hut. We walked and talked. Having, having mm-hmm. confirmed that Sigurd did not die or fall over. Oh, good. Good. Um, also not offering to help him drag that heavy ass shit back to the camp. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be. No, he's got problem, it. So. Yep, no, he's done. He's got it. He's um, good. After a while, the smell of uh, the smell of cooking meat begins to waft into the hut. Um, but you all return to the hut and have a conversation about a village in which your cleric accidentally killed a person. Yeah, and then there was. Being... Yeah. It went badly, and then there was the time we went to a to a town to kill someone. And did Bolton accidentally? Did Bolton ever accidentally kill someone? Yeah. Yes. The, yeah, remember yeah. the the cursed town. Yep. Oh yes. The yeah. Where everything time. is fine. Yeah. Where everything yep. is so, fine. Is there terrible. has there ever been a time when you 
Has there ever been a time when you killed someone that you were supposed to, or yes. that I, that it you yes. killed someone and it was good? Yeah, I just realized we were talking about two separate things. So excuse <laughs> that me. That doesn't make it better. Wait, okay. So, so the fact that you guys have enough of these issues, <laughs> yeah, that you can accidentally confuse one for the other while speaking, granted vaguely. Out, out of game, I thought they were talking about going to the sand pyramid to kill uh, okay. what's his face, firefucker. Corbin was talking oh, yeah. about Kaylin. Yeah. The time we went to kill the shadow fucker in. No, the, the killing Kaylin, that was, that was, that nope. went slightly better. I mean, there yeah, was still. That went according to a Unplanned, plan. terrible murder that I yelled at, that I punched Selena in the face for. Uh, but this was the first, this was like the first time. Uh, Quinn, does this uh, shitstorm graveyards have a name? Not that I know of. <laughs> well, we were called the welcome wagon. I mean... Wait a minute. Yes. Continue. This is just so... Gwen, can... Don't judge you us. Can, you have summoning spells, right? E, some, yes. What? Do you have a summon popcorn spell? Because this is ridiculous. This is my theater right here. I'll have to research, but I'll get on that. Thank you. That would be create food and water. Right, yeah. <laughs> I figure. Yeah. The variation on create food and water, because that's unappetizing, but... Right, that's you land and not Yeah, land, that's what popcorn food. is. Well, that, yeah, unsalted, unbuttered popcorn is okay. exactly. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Basically popcorn. Basically popcorn. Yep. No. I always thought it was more of tofu. <laughs> Salmon create tofu. Well, yeah. some, for some people, tofu is delicious. It really depends on your taste, says the person. Casting. Some people are wrong. It's okay. <laughs> <sighs> no, the first we tried to, we were trying to stop a cult, and that went badly and did not. <laughs> it we tried, and then I mean, we killed who was running the cult. No, we didn't kill him can you so give us an example spell? of a time that you killed someone that went well <laughs> yeah in the sand city uh Eleanor. Eh, not in the I mean, city we killed no, him. No, no, no. We in the, in the kill him and he is no longer alive so kaylin's dead yes yeah. but but umbra is not which still bothers me Oh, you've mentioned that one before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, mentioned that name before. Trying to, to trying to become a demigod person, um, and which involved uh, say trying. I say succeeded. <laughs> try, yeah. Puny demigod. All the way. Um, trying to become a demigod, which involved killing other people and consuming the pieces of idos that were stuck inside their souls. And this dude is just wandering around? No. No, he's stuck in some terrible, terrible place in the Nine Hells or whatever, wherever... wherever. But you didn't hell. do that. What? But you didn't do that. I didn't do that. Well, no, we I didn't. made it happen. So, Selena did that. Yep. That part. 
So how is this a bad kill? Because he's not walking. I'm confused. No, but I'm, I'm, is anybody else confused here? I think they're saying he's raining, but stuck in hell while in charge. Who needs a spell? I could use something. Yes. Yeah. All right. Starting with Gashkar then. Um, yes. Uh, so I've got the first, second. Well, I've got everything through sixth at the moment. Uh, seventh, okay. excuse me. Everything through seventh at the moment. Every uh, spell in the world, really. That's amazing. Well, I'm, I have options through seventh at the moment. I'd, I'd like I'd like something big. I'm quite curious what it's like to be a powerful spellcaster. Uh, well, if you're wanting the seventh, uh, we can either have you summon a rather impressive sword to assist you in battle, or you can uh, make one of those magic houses for yourself. I'm actually curious about both of those, but... Mm, you know what? I've seen that the house is helpful, so I'll go with that one for now. But we'll go back to the sword at, at a later day. All right. Uh, so I'm he's not... gonna Sorry, he's go gonna cast Magic Manstrin into uh, Gashkar's mark. <laughs> the mark begins glowing with a faint greenish. All right. So I've got options through sixth. <laughs> I'm not sure what spell. Do, uh, I I don't. Mine might be broken because nothing's happened. What is? Did you try to cast it? I I I I think I tried to cast it in the fight, but nothing really happened. I I don't know. I tried to <laughs> Jeremy, I forget what I gave you. You gave me Featherfall. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried to kill something with it, and nothing happened. Nobody died. Ah, I didn't give you a killing type spell. Would you like a killing type spell? Looks at axe. Looks at hand. Looks up, nod, 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 nod. I would All do it more right. vehemently, but the headset would fly off. Right. It's, the, it's the it's the like the cartoon like rattling noise nod. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you're getting freezing sphere then, Harry. Freezing sphere. Yep. What? Okay. Uh, let me give. You I don't the... want. I don't want to. I don't want to. To you're the magic expert. But we're currently in an Arctic place. It is my experience that most creatures that live in extreme temperatures are fairly resistant to the temperatures in which they live. That's fair. Um, well, here, how about this then? Uh, realizes that cold mage in an Arctic. Place. I am. A, I am an ice mage in an, in an Arctic environment. It's true. Um, all right. Uh, well. You know that thing where I vanished a bunch and then annihilated a whole bunch of things by hitting them very uh, hard? How about that? Invisibility? Hell yes. No, no, it's <laughs> it's it's not entire. It's it's similar. Basically, you'll be able to. Well, so you'll make a strike at a number of individuals. Oh shit! Able, that thing. Yes. Yes. yes the thing that, that he thing. used to kill steal you twice. Yes. Yes. All right, so you're Asshole. getting a steel. You're getting a steel wind strike, okay. and that's somatic and material, so you don't even have to be able to talk. Well, with the marks, you don't have to like basically right. with the marks you've already cast them; they just unleash them. Right. Um, I've got two more of those. If anybody else wants one of those, 
that has an empty hand. Could be. I mostly just want you to cast haste on me. So, like, feel free I mean, to. I can I can cast yes. haste into the mark, and then no, you can no, cast no, it no. on No, no, Don't do that because I can't concentrate during a fight. Right. Okay. So, but you need something that's outside of combat, if because casting or something that doesn't require. Concentration. Yeah, you can. You can. We've I've discussed it previously, but I'll, I'll clarify again. Uh, you can unleash any spell from this, even when you're raging. You just can't. Okay. Con- you just can't maintain concentration if you're raging. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, like, if it's like a lightning bolt, you can cast that while raging just fine. Um, you just can't. Like, if it's haste, yeah, you wouldn't be able to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. When it says melee spell attack, what's my spell casting ability? Intelligence. It'll be intelligence. It'll be okay. No, that's no, fine. Your, your intelligence is actually decent. My intelligence yeah. isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be, that's why it'll I'm not be, asking for clerical spells. Yeah, it'll be a d20 plus. It'll be a d20 plus your intelligence plus your proficiency. So. Okay. I've feather fall with five you. times. Five right. times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. All right. So hope you're getting a uh, steel wind strike as well then. Okay. Cool. Because you have a melee weapon worth at least one, one silver piece. So I really want to make a I really want to make a, a spellcaster that has access to that spell that has brass knuckles, so you can do still right. with the knuckles. So you're literally just a DBC character. <laughs> can I can I do this? Can I combine? Just random question. Could I combine this with my life stealing dagger? Uh, it, does that- not, it does not. It does not do the damage of the weapon. So it would not okay. it would not apply your life stealing dagger to it. You could use the life stealing dagger, but Darn it wouldn't it. do yeah, the life stealing. The, the dagger's not what's the dagger's not what's applying the damage. The force of pressure from you punching the air next to them is what's applying the damage. Okay. That's why it's force damage and not anything All right. else. Uh is that everyone? No, I still got an Corbin. empty spot. Oh. Uh steal wind strike for you as well then? If that's, I mean, unless unless you want to throw an enormous ice grenade at things, but as we sort of discussed, might not find things super susceptible to that sort of thing. Hereabouts, steel wind strikes all around. (laughs) All right, steel wind strike for Corbin as well. Then, yeah. You want to replace the one in Lulu's hand? Uh, Lulu said she she was fine. Uh, I'm fine for... I can't take a spell that's a caster in combat because my intelligence is negative one, so it would be basically useless. I I need a utility spell. Unless you have magic missile. Okay, that would be an option, but I can also smash things much harder than magic missile can. Mm. I would prefer a utility spell. Well... As far as things I have that way, um, there. How about flying? <laughs> Works better than falling. Are right. you are you uh, part barbarian or not? Mm-mm. Okay, never mind. You'd be good. I'm part werewolf. Okay, which has different can... okay, restrictions can... on casting, but Got it. not 
most of my problem is that our spellcaster is an intelligence-based spellcaster and my intelligence is not great. <laughs> All right. Um, so when you unleash yours, Lulu, uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to make four people total fly. And one of which can be you or any any four people. Are you got changing, it. are you changing up what you've got stored in yours, Jack? Um no. I'm keeping uh I'm keeping arcane sword in mine. Alright. Alright. So you have talked a little bit about adventures of the past. You've swapped out spells on your divinely granted mark uh, that stores spells in it. All of you have little various color glows on your palms. Anything else before turning in? I'll um, set up my tent inside the hut. Good good for now. <laughs> yes. Is there enough room? I don't... It's a ten it's a ten foot radius, so it's twenty it's a twenty foot diameter circle in yeah, all directions. Yeah, you can so. set up a tent inside the hut if you so decide. <laughs> Cor there. Corbin Corbin's double boxing. Privacy. <laughs> so I may just not remember because it's been two weeks for me or three weeks, something like that. I think there was something you wanted me to cast Grim Psychometry on, but I don't remember for sure. If no one else remembers this, I'm probably missing. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I think there had been some talk about doing it on the beacon. Um, right. But I don't know if that's still a thing anyone wants to do. That is up to other people. Because How close are we to the town right now? Are we within a mile? One, one more. No, no. Dang it. Spell is stupid. Okay. What are you? What spell are you trying to? Clairvoyance. Do? It's a. You can only do it within a mile, and it's like this is very limiting. It's like, great in urban environments. Yeah, it's meant to be a. It's meant to be a spying tool. I know, not but we're not your upstairs in, neighbors. We're in the random. Yeah, it's not scrying. It's clairvoyance. There's a difference. I know. It's less powerful because of that. <laughs> I'm sad. All right. Yeah, I I kind of doubt that the beacon is evil or wicked. Though evil or wicked past could reveal some information about the demons. It's up to you guys. Jack, I mean, you're muted. Yeah. If Lulu brings it up, yeah, Gwyn will give uh, hand the beacon over to her. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Have a look. Make a wisdom ability check on that. Yep. Nice. Natural twenty. So if there's something to learn, I hope. Yes. No information. No information is revealed. Oh. Harry mm -hmm. is literally are already asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So Lula, you spend you spend you spend a while you spend ten minutes meditating on the object and no information comes. So does that seem like no effect or just uh, I didn't uh, your, roll? Your, your, effect, your effect went off. Uh, it just feels like, from what you can tell, there's no dark history that this okay. particular so item So it has. feels like it's more the yeah. untouched by evil side than the you yeah. didn't roll well enough. So. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm, I don't know. Hands it back. Oh. It's good to know that Mystery. Apparently, nothing's wrong, I assume? Well, things can be wrong without 
being wicked or evil, but yeah. not touched by evil. So the demons in the tower theoretically haven't corrupted it. Excellent. Mm. That's that's very helpful information, I think. I'm going to sleep now. Yes, I, sh- I should do similar. Yes. Hey, hey, Corbin. Trance. I'm not sure. I may have changed my mind. I don't know. <laughs> in the amount of time it took you to in say, hey, Corbin, seconds. you changed your mind about whatever. No, no, since the last time we talked. Okay. Oh. I don't know. Oh. <sighs> that was Jeremy. That was not Harry. Harry, <laughs> Harry has no idea. Okay. New things Just- come thought about some things some more yeah i don't know everybody has reinforced that you're terrible at things and thus perhaps should not try to detain divinity no that's not it sorry 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 i'm 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 not talking <sighs> yeah. i don't know um, this is what what may have changed your mind? Um, I, 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 I just I'm trying to figure out what, who the gods are and what they're doing and why, why. I don't know. Did I tell you that that um, the. What was his name? I want to say Dread Ember. That's wrong. What is his name? The God Emperor Emperor of Tarum. There we go. That's better. Um, Wants me to break the beacon after we get all the pieces. And I'm not sure about about that deal. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure it out and figure out what's going on with all of this just vague gesture at the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That. I can't, I can't even begin to. The and then, and then I realize that the the connection's totally gone, and I don't think it's, and we'll get that back, unless I don't know, and I can't talk to Selena. I keep trying to talk to her, and she's not answering, not like the I'm ignoring you, not answering, but like no response. I hope she's fine or okay. But um, how are you? How are you? Are you using the beacon thing or? No, I wasn't using the beacon for that. I was. I was using. I went to uh, a temple and got sending, and then tried that. It didn't work. I tried again today. That's what I was doing this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she said 
what'd she tell you she was she wanted to go and um find the uh scales i think she was going to do it anyway i mean she was packing up to go to leave when i went and when i went to find her to talk to her about what the emperor had asked had offered me and to see if we could figure out a plan and she was already packing to go which was a thing um yeah but she was going to go to the scales and before that like go and and get some spells basically um like items and things from core because you can get pretty much we got a lot of shops yeah get something from core to be able to because my plan at the time i have a lot of plans that just for some, for some reason at the mention of shops in the back of your head hope there's a vague idea that there's somewhere you can get a beholder's eye oh huh <clears throat> um anyway um you know for putting on salads and things <laughs> I don't know, man. I rolled a natural one in my nature. Maybe I don't know what a beholder is. I'm slightly terrible at monsters. Um, you know it's there's... called a beholder's eye. You're not certain what it does. I don't know. Um, she was going to go, and at the time, my plan was when we finished the beacon, I could teleport. I could teleport to or she would open a gate i think that was the plan because we didn't have that item anymore but i know that that staphylus had that thing that opened a gate like in reality and so i wanted to tell her at the time to open a gate to get us to the the scales and then then I'd have like bargaining power was basically my idea because at the end of the day I'm free from Larissa but I'm still gonna die at some point and I don't know what happens then for normal people well for what it's worth, most of the clerics that I've spoken with that have utilized it uh, varies based on the individual, their personal beliefs, and do do and you not way. sleep? We were no. We I don't. Were... <laughs> oh my! Yes. I, like, I like tip my head up and look out of the tent. Gah! Pri- privacy tent. That's what this is for. Also, I hadn't actually gone to sleep yet. <laughs> You speak very loud. Damn it! Who wakes up Next and sort of is grabbing you... for her sword? Are we under attack? No. no. Everything's fine. You, you okay. all at this point. At this point, you all hear a rapid tapping on the outside of the dome. Come in. Up to her feet. I'll go check it out. I'm going outside. Somebody left their phone on vibrate on the top of the dome. You you step outside and sitting on top of the dome is what appears to be some form of woodpecker <laughs> that has a note strapped to its leg. <laughs> it's knocking on the dome. I'll go help Harry because up. use it. 
take the note. All right, you reach up and take the note. On the outside of it, it says, To Hope from Selena. <laughs> and the woodpecker <laughs> flies away. Hold on. <laughs> um, where's my wisdom set? Yes. This is beautiful. Okay, I, hand, I go inside and I hand the note over instead of trying to read the note from the sorceress with a vendetta <laughs> by myself just by flipping it open. Wait a <laughs> Open it up. Boom! <laughs> what? Oh, it would be kind of funny. Harry comes in with the cartoon face, character. black hair blown back. Mail call. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry, Harry comes back inside with a note handing it and holding it out towards Hope. Oh. A chick you keep talking about a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, thanks. Um, yep. was, what it was just the... Se- Why doesn't she use sending? Okay, I open the note. Make an dexterity saving throw. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> My goodness. We've literally just got done with Jeremy, the player of the character, Talking yeah. about how it probably explodes when you open it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Accurate to Selena's character. My goodness. Okay. Because, All no, right. because here's why. She knows that Hope's gonna be fine no matter what. Yeah. Actually, um, since I haven't used my portents and I haven't finished my long rest, so I don't have my new ones yet, uh, Hope, uh, as you go to open it, Gwyn says, careful, that's... And that's enough to get you a 17, whatever your dice read. Oh, uh, 17, and then that would be plus 9, so 26. Okay, and you have evasion, don't you? Yes. So yeah, so you so you look over at Gwyn as he says, careful, that you flip it open, and then instinctively reacting to what Gwyn says, you just sort of turn it around as this eruption at Lulu. <laughs> as this eruption of fire just er, just pours out and hits the ceiling. Did it burn the tent up? No, it did not burn the tent. No, we're outside. No, we're outside the tent because you all were eavesdropping. eavesdropping. <laughs> yes. You can't call it eavesdropping when we literally cannot help hearing uh, what you just you were asleep. You were supposed to be asleep. Anyway, Why? I was asleep. Okay. I was anyway. never asleep. So you, the, the 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 letter has erupted in fire. Yep, as it, you didn't want to put it out. It's 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 gone. Like it was just a god of fire, and then you flip back over, and there's a letter inside this. There's a there's a, a written god piece of parchment. Damn it, Selena! What's it what? say? So you pull it out, and it says, "Hi, Hope. Sorry if you're dead, but you know you gotta take precautions." Anyways. <laughs> So, you've probably been trying to reach me. That ain't gonna work. Um, So I've got a lot of things I need to explain, and this can't be a very long letter for reasons, but long story short, found your scales, and um, there's a couple of problems. That aside, one of them is magic's kind of weird right now. Like, weirder than it normally is for me, and you understand how weird that can be, so... Take that, dial it up a notch. Um, You're not using nearly enough profanity, John. <laughs> that's because this I was written. Not, 
<laughs> you think that stops her? Anyway. <laughs> um, so, problem A. You really don't understand how fucking big these scales are. Uh, uh, it, 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 you know how big the, uh, you remember that, you remember that building in core that has like that, that you went into and got fined and then you pe had to pay another fine because you were bitching about the fine. It's about the size of that building as a whole. So gate's not going to work. Try and figure out if I can shrink it, but that might not, that may or may not work either. I, I thought uh, the plan was sending, to the sending, sending doesn't seem to work in or out of this area. Uh, like uh, gating in general hasn't been too great. Like you should have seen what happened to one of the guys that I brought with me. Like he's now two people and that's just not in a good way either. Like in a, you know, like a, um, I imagine, imagine like chicken wishbone kind of two oh people more than anything else. I stopped um, reading the letter for a minute. Okay. You didn't have a moment. Okay. <sighs> All right. I keep reading. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of disgusting. You probably stopped reading the letter at that moment. Hopefully you continue on, though. Um. <laughs> I love Selena's idea of what a brief letter is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, working on it. Probably won't be able to contact you outside of uh, this. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, uh, my bird friend's name is Henry. Um, hopefully you didn't eat him. If you did, you owe me a new bird. Uh, but he can find you when I need to get a message to you. So, yeah. Harry was strongly considering. Have fun. XXOO. Selena. Damn it. P.S. Fuck Corbin for me. <sighs> I, I don't know <laughs> which way she meant that. That was exactly why she said it. <laughs> <laughs> to make hope wonder. Uh... So you have this letter. Yep. And it's about four pages long. <laughs> mm -hmm. I hold it. <sighs> Cool. Cool. This is great. Did you see a bird, Harry? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I was this close. I'm not saying that, 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 well, after I take a nap, I get hungry. I Don't didn't, eat the bird. But it looked so good. You have an entire dick that you can eat, like most of it. You can. That's more of a delicacy. No, you've got food. Leave the bird alone. Mara literally just told Harry to eat a dick. Yes. <laughs> Don't eat that wildlife. You've got a perfectly good dick roasted right over there. <laughs> You don't eat. No, that is not your main course. That is like the penis that, that's, is garnished. That's the aperitif, right? The penis yeah. is garnished. No, do not Sorry. eat the bird. If you eat the bird, I will aim the next letter at you. That sounds like fun. Promise? Yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, I didn't eat the bird. The bird already took off. Aww. I was saying, I, I, I think it took off. Didn't it take off? Yeah, it took off. Yeah. I was saying, I thought about it, but I didn't. Good. God, Wait nobody listens No, that's exercising restraint. It's good. Thank you for not eating a bird. Out of the, that you just saw out of the air when you have enough food <sighs> and listening into my conversations and everything else. All right, I'm. <sighs> what are you talking about? <sighs> I don't listen in on any of your conversations. Okay, you didn't. You didn't. I'm projecting. I'm just annoyed at everyone, and I'm projecting. I'm well, sorry. Well, I'm glad that you have, you're <sighs> self-aware enough to recognize that fact. Can I'm I go to? Leap now. Yes, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Please do. <sighs> so Harry goes back to sleep. Aaron, yes. Aaron, you are muted. There we go. Yeah, I am where okay. Lulu throughout this entire conversation is very unsuccessfully trying to pretend that she is asleep until <laughs> she actually just falls asleep from pretending. Okay. It's just popcorn sticking out of your bag, sleeping bag. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I I do agree with Gwynferon that it's not really eavesdropping if you're too loud for us to not hear. <sighs> Fine. I hope's gonna talk in a whisper for the rest of time. <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna stare out until people go to sleep. <laughs> always step outside you know it's cold out there so i uh, hope we'll notice that gwyn literally is just sitting cross-legged eyes wide open <sighs> blinking very occasionally staring straight at the tent <laughs> trancing at the tent <laughs> god damn it make a make a nature roll hope okay you're good at those Elves are semi-aware. <laughs> 21. Yeah, you, you understand, you know enough about elves that they don't actually sleep. They oh, sort of okay. enter into like a vague level of, of like, dis, like, like a vague level of unfocusedness for mm -hmm. eight hours equivalent, to for four to eight hours, depending on how tired they are, where they sort of recharge themselves through the ambient energy of the world. But they don't actually sleep and they're constantly aware the whole time. So there's not really a time where you're going to be inside the thing where Gwyn is also inside the thing where Gwyn will be asleep or not conscious enough to hear you talking. This explains a lot about him. Okay. Yashgar, meanwhile, picks a comfortable spot in, uh, next to Gwyn Ferran to just lay down and actually go to sleep. <laughs> Elves are elves. Elves are weird like that. They don't. They don't actually sleep. They just sort of <laughs> disassociate for four hours. All right. They just sort of zone out for yeah. a bit. <laughs> well, I got a letter from Selena. I show. I wave the letter in Corbin's direction. <sighs> and do you want to talk about? Here or in the tent? No, outside. Let's do it outside. Okay. You guys step outside. Sigurd is there eating meat. 
He doesn't God. seem to care that you exist at the moment. Okay. Well, it's still he still exists, and that's bothering me right now. Can we go further into the tunnel away so that I'm out of earshot of people? Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna make real quick sure there's uh, no critters nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a perception check. Try and get out of earshot. You arrive in worm shot. Mm. Uh, so going into this, this this tunnel actually looks fairly familiar to you. Corbin and Hope were never seen it. Like this tunnel, this the the this tunnel reminds you of some tunnels you were in a long time ago mm. underneath a dwarven mining. Um, it doesn't seem like there's anything in it right now, though. So there's that. Okay. All right. Quiet conversation. No explosions. I think we'll be okay. Hopefully. All right. No. Um. No. She uh wrote, and apparently, magic is screwy around there. So, it's clans shit, basically. Um. And the scales are huge. So. I don't think the Retha actually knows where they are still because there's a Deva somewhere in another plane that is still trying to talk to me and does not realize it. That the one that was in your head? Yes. I think that's what's happening with, with them is they're trying to talk and that it's the lines disconnected. Okay. So, so now I'm yeah. yeah if you know where the scales are well you don't Selena does Selena does but I mean apparently there's she killed some people again I can <laughs> can she just like oh. cool it for like I think that one was an accident, minutes. actually. It was not what she said. She said the scales killed someone. Mm, Specifically, she said I that a gate spell killed someone. She yes. didn't say that she cast the gate spell. That that's not what Hope told no, me. No, but that's just what I'm taking from this, is that Selena has killed another person. I mean, that's not an unfair oh, assumption. Yes. No, she tried to do a, a spell, and it backfired, and someone got cut in half, so... Good job, Selena. There's a, there is a distinct difference between <laughs> accidentally killing someone with a spell gone awry and murder. <laughs> yes, but both of them get if you both if if you accidentally cast you know a bunch of lightning at a guard, it still gets all of us arrested. So I'm still on the same. <laughs> I like that. I like. We're the, doing I, I, like to, I like to think that Hope is having this argument with Selena in her head. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. At which point it comes, really? We're going all the way back to that again? Yes. Uh -huh. back, back to episode one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, good okay. times. But Anyway, okay, so. so I'm debating whether I should, I should try and, the, when we get back to core, trying to i have an appointment technically at some point i don't know what day um because i never asked I just sort of walked off uh i have an appointment with 
with the ebony judicator the lady with the um the blindfold and the eyes glowing okay creepy i technically have an appointment with her at some point may have already passed (laughs) it may have but it it was for a couple months away and that was a couple months ago so it's possible I did yeah, not real good on days. It is the day of your appointment. It was today. It was today. <laughs> Thanks. It might be. Anyway, so you don't know. You never asked. <laughs> I did not. I have no clue. But I'm gonna. Sh- I might try. So, if because she knows where they are, she knows where the scales are. Then, don't you know where to stay away from? For now. Well, yes. It's it's somewhere. Well, actually, Selena didn't tell me, um, but exactly where it was. But I know it was the last time I felt them. It was somewhere I think in um, the Feywood, kind of right on the edge. Okay. So that's where I think that's. I think that's where they are based on triangulation and it doesn't seem like they they can move because apparently fairly big but nothing's attacked up there so that's good yeah and i i don't know if it'd be a good idea if laretha has them but i might try yeah anyway so yeah that's update on me how how are you uh chilly it's cold yeah yeah Mm -hmm. all right all right start we're we're fine here fine we're we're fine how how are you (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know this is this is this is different yeah, it's cold. Yeah. You, you like this, though. Yeah. Like it's, adventuring. Yeah, it's new. It's back in Core and River's End. That was, that was like it. Now there's... I don't know if I'm going to see Core again. If I walked back, I never would. <laughs> no. Well, first off, I think we'd have to walk over water, and I just—you're wonderful, but I don't think you can do that. I buy a magic ring that would let me do that, though. There you go. Yeah, it's true. But. This is when hope reveals that she's been to the edge of the world <laughs> again. <laughs> it's way further away now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Um... <laughs> Well, probably should have put the tent outside. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, let's start heading back. Corbin and Hope go into the yep. nicely packaged thing. Yep. Pack yep. their tent up, take it outside, back into the freezing cold near the campfire that Sigurd has made. Yep. 
um, and put their tent back up outside. And as soon as they start breaking the tent down, Gwyn's like, that's a terrible idea. You'll freeze to death what? out there. That tent is very poorly insulated. We will not. There will be activity. It will be warm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Go to sleep. Oh, I'm trying. You are wildly underestimating the ability of two humanoid bodies to lose heat when exposed to frigid temperatures. Um, not going Lulu to is going to wander over to Gwyn and whisper to him, I understand that they'll start freezing, but they'll pass out and we can draw them back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you all go to sleep for the evening. I need Hope and Corbin to make constitution saving throws with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> I am, for the record, trusting Gwen to wake me up when they require rescuing. That's uh, a five. He'll, he'll give them two hours. Let's see. Screw it. I'll use my indomitable for the day. <laughs> I mean, you're getting, a, you're getting rest anyway, so. Yeah. Not work. All right. Um, I like the idea, though, that they survived that, and it's not—that's not what they're making a constitution saving throw for. They're—they're <laughs> they're making it because some unholy beast has come by and just decided to breathe a necrotic cloud. Uh, thanks. All take no. Uh, Good friend, <laughs> make me a perception check. Okay. With disadvantage because you're trancing. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, Gwen, you have every intention to go out and check on them after two hours, and then you realize eight hours have passed. You're like, oh, oh, I was too into that lucid dream. Uh, Forgot to go check on them. Anyways, uh, Hope and Corbin, the two of you, have... You wake, so you 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 fall asleep, and it is freezing cold, and you're you're keeping each other warm enough that you can sleep. <laughs> uh, but in the night, you both take nineteen points of damage that is permanently reduced from your maximum hit point total. As okay. you wake up, feeling not well, and noticing mm-hmm. that sort of your fingertips and toes are a little pur- more purplish or blue than they were previously. Frostbite sucks. Mm. Frostbite is the best. Put your extremities to the test. <laughs> At least you don't have any exhaustion. That would make it worse. Honestly, Frostbite is one of the worst spells in the Frost Mage's rotation. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, you, you you do not have you do not have any levels of exhaustion, but you do have Frostbite currently, which is just your maximum hit point total by nineteen. Freezing. Well Let's go in. Give you damage. Uh, you sort of, as you crawl out of your tent in pain. You notice Sigurd is sort of just sleeping against this dead thing. What is up with him? Again, just occasionally steam just erupts off of his body. Maybe we should have camped next to Sigurd. I don't know. Tent's not that big. He looks comfy on the carcass. Yeah. So, the two of you slip back in. You, you you have had a long rest. Everyone's had a long rest. As mm-hmm. Hope and Corbin come stumbling back into the uh, tiny hut, rubbing their hands together and shivering. 
Gwen. Did you a, sleep out there? It's at this point, yes. Gwen, that you realize, oh yeah, I was gonna go check on them. <laughs> Just for a little bit. What the fuck? I tried to warn them. There were too many people in here. You're all nosy. No, you're just loud. That's it. That's it. I literally went to sleep in like 20 seconds. Not you. You're fine, Harry. This collective you. The collective you. The collective you. (laughs) You feel like it's better to yourself by sleeping outside. You're a grown adult and there's nothing we can do to stop you. But did you enjoy the experience? Once in a lifetime. Yes. Once in a lifetime frostbite. (laughs) There are absolutely things we can do. I just think that there's nothing that those who are awake wanted to do. Your 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 mouth say your mouth says one thing, but your fingers say another. That's alright. Can I do a medicine check? See if see how badly they're frostbitten. Sure. Are they going to lose those fingers? Sure. Give me a medicine check. Losing fingers is bad when you need to hold weapons. They they <laughs> are not. They are. They were not so exposed that they're in danger of losing the fingers, but they are going to have limited use of their of their hands until they recover um and and it's just sort of they've gotten to the point where the fingers are now getting blood back to them and they're going to recover it's just going to take a little while pain begins in they'll sort five, of look over she's four. she's not trying to hurt but she's not terribly gentle either you're Gonna be fine, even though if you do it again, you could lose access to your fingers altogether. Or watch out, it's gonna be harder to grip things. It's probably going to be painful for a little while at the very least. And at roughly as as Lulu ends the inspection, that's when feeling starts to return to your fingers and toes. The itch. You know that? Hey, oh, it's just a, ah! an understatement. You know, you, ha, no, have yeah, you ever fallen bad. asleep on your arm and then you woke up and like your arm is entirely yeah. pinpricked? Well, that's not it. No, it's no. It's, it's worse, worse than that. It is yeah. worse than that. Yeah. Have you ever got? Have you ever gotten an extremity slammed in something and it doesn't feel anything for five minutes and then suddenly it does? Yes. That's it, that's it's, more it's closer yeah. to that, but it's <laughs> internal. Yeah. It's that internal pain that yep. like, your arm be waking up has. <laughs> yep. I mean, and I was going to say it's like... Kids is why you don't bind with ace bandages. I was going to say it's like suffering a second-degree burn, because that is essentially yeah. the yeah. thing that it is. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the two of you are in pain. <laughs> <clears throat> See? Yep. If you just That's slept in thing. here you next to the giant dick, you'd have been fine. Shouldn't it be uh, outside? It's gonna warm up. Lulu will sort of. <laughs> <whisper it. laughs> it's only a small portion of it. I cut a piece off to use as a pillow. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. Lulu was whispering something to someone. Yeah, I was to Gwen. I thought we were gonna bring them back in. I could tell you that I had a master plan in place where I felt that experience was the best teacher, but honestly, I kind of lost track of time. <laughs> Let me know in the future I'll track time, but don't you deal teach them never to do it again. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, 
over on the other side of the uh, other side of the hood. See, feel, see how spongy it is. It's a perfect pillow. <laughs> oh, I'm Jack, going you're muted. To murder you. I feel like there's a Borderlands quote that really fits here somewhere. So, you're all awake. You hear the sounds of Sigurd stirring outside. Ow. Well, I suppose finding Snowdrift is the next item on the agenda. Yes, let's get out of this frozen wasteland, please. Are you two going to be all right leaving the hut and going back out in the freezing cold for the rest of the journey? Yeah, yes. Just let me know if I need to carry you. <sighs> yeah, we can carry you if it comes to that. Your head might hit the ground a couple of times because you know, yeah, right on your and like, yeah. But I'll do it. Are we good. You, know, you, you could always like ask Sigurd to carry you if you really needed. We also could use ice pelt, but. Or Gashkar, who is stronger <laughs> than Ice Pelt. <laughs> oh, Ice Pelt could carry one. Gashkar, who's not a halfling, could also carry someone. Or we could punish them by having the halflings do the carrying. I mean, it's true. It's true. So yeah. you all step outside. Sigurd has unburied the giant heads. Um, he has his chain wrapped around his wrist. Ready to go. Yep. yep. Yeah. How big is this town, Sigurd? Uh, Snowdrift was put together by about four barbarian tribes that were wandering the tundra for many generations and decided to stake their claim on some land. So, four barbarian tribes big. How big big. is a barbarian tribe? That's rude. It's a barbarian tribe. I Let's don't, see. I, I, the group of you would be the group of you would be we'd be a, we'd be a raiding party. Not even that. Um, the group of you would be a nursery. Um, so it'd be like a lot more than you and four tribe. Side question, you wouldn't happen to have a magical cure for frostbite on you, would you? No, it's never been a problem for me. Not for me either, but I look over at Hope and Corbin. I'm sure I'm sure one of the medicine folk in town can help you out with that. I mean, it's not a problem for anybody who doesn't sleep outside. He had a magical cure for frostbite. We just... Didn't all choose to use it, but but that's fine. <laughs> that is a choice someone made. A magical cure for frostbite. Staying indoors. <laughs> Staying and in magic doors. It was yeah, we were indoors. There were magic. benefits to being outside and benefits to being inside. Right. But yeah. We call it opportunity cost. Anyway. So long as you keep moving, you should be fine. Um, yeah, not too worried about it. Stay behind the giant heads and you won't be inside the snow, and that'll probably help. I whispered to Harry, I'm super tempted to tempt to to offer to spar with one of them. But I I'm think... super tempted to ride one of those giant heads. 
That sounds like fun. So Sigurd turns. We're riding giant heads. Hoists <laughs> up the chain and starts walking as the two of you clamber up onto a giant head. And it doesn't seem like your weight has affected his pull at all. Nope. As nope. he just starts walking. My goodness. I would I'm drafting. Um, so he, you going, you, you start going uphill at this point because the, the, just the way the, the footprint is angled. Um, and so by the time you get to where the toes are, the, 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 uh, steep, like, level of the indenture is actually not all that big. It's more of a slope. It seems like most of the whatever complex that the footprint crushed was around the heel. Um... So by the time you get back up to the front of the feet, you don't even have to climb. You just sort of, sp he just pulls the heads out of them and continues on. Um, Hope and Corbin, your feet hurt a lot because they're getting all the feeling back in them and the blood's pumping, but you're moving. So you, you're, that, that it, it's coming back. It's going to hurt probably the entire journey into town. Um, but uh, you guys can, you guys begin walking. Uh, it's going to take a couple more hours to get to town. If there's anything you guys intending to do on the journey there. Eye out for Ramirez's. Give me a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a thing to do. Yeah. I want to kill me a... a... 15. Watch Six. Out. Ever since Gwen brought one up. <laughs> um... Now, 11. 19. I'm too busy being in pain. Uh, none of you see any sign of any Rimmerat. Um, again, as you're traveling, it does seem you have a pretty open view of the surrounding areas, and you do see other creatures, including including uh, what seem to be uh, some form of herd of that giant elk-like beast that uh, Sigurd had hunted down, uh, but they are far off in the distance and keeping their distance from where you guys are. I say, Sigurd, what are those things called, anyway? Hmm? Hmm? Oh. Uh, he says something in giant. Uh, I don't know if any of you speak giant. I, no. Nope. 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 Uh, let me check. That is the one mountain language that I don't speak. Nope. He says something in giant, and then realizing that none of you are reacting to the word, he, uh, in common... I guess the translation. Uh, Snowdrift King, I think, would be the common translation. It sort of loses something. They're, they are omnivorous, basically giant uh, elks or things. They eat anything that they can find. They store it for a long time, traveling from place to place along the tundra. Uh, those horns are not for show. They can gore a giant with them. Um, they tend to stick with. Uh, they have sort of a herd mentality. They make good. They make very good eating, but uh, it's kind of a dangerous prey to hunt. We tend to get only a couple of them. A couple of them will feed the village, though, for a while, so. No. We'll steer clear, then, and follow you. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Well, you continue on. 
And after a few hours, you find yourselves coming up to these, uh, the, the town of Snowdrift. Um, so the town of Snowdrift is, it's, looks like it's made mostly of, uh, partially wood constructed and then fur line or fur covered structures that are semi-stationary. It looks like they can be moved, but they're primarily where they are. Yurts, for lack of a better term. Um... Uh, they look to be made out of the same, the hide of those beasts that, uh, that, um, Sigurd had mentioned, as well as some of them seem to have, uh, some of them seem to have a more scaled reptilian quality to them. Maybe the skin of a Remoraz or, or, or a dragon of some kind. Um, <clears throat> you notice that some of them give off an inordinate amount of heat. Uh, there's plenty of snow all around the town, but a couple of them, particularly the ones that are made out of that that uh, more reptilian hide, had just give off steam as the snow around them melts, and you can see the ground through the snow around them. And primarily, everything you see around here are these goliaths, like Sigurd, these massive individuals that are humanoid, but seven, eight, nine feet tall. Um... As Sigurd drags in the heads, there's a group of people that sort of uh, raise up a call and come over to him, talking very quickly in giant uh, at him as he uh, converses back and forth with them before handing the chains off to a group of them. Four or five of them grab the chains and begin dragging the heads away. Uh, them dragging at slightly a slower pace than what Sigurd was dragging. Um... Uh, Harry and Lulu, do you remain on the giant heads? Mm, I leave. Mm. No, I stay. Okay. All right. It's too fun. Harry, you continue to ride the giant head as it is dragged away. The rest of you. Hi. Sigurd turns around and looks at the group of you. Right, so... I come back. We need a medicine person for you two, and you're looking for a guide. Yes. Um, he points over at one of the uh, one of the scaled uh, buildings. You'll find a med you'll find our medicine folk in there. And he says, then indicating back to Corbin and help. If you two want to head over that way, the rest of you can follow me. I'll take you over to the hunter's lodge. You can see about anybody trying to get see if anybody there can take you where you need to go. Excellent. Looks Thank over you. at the giant heads that are. Actually, they're, that's actually heading in the same direction, so you can just follow them. He says, pointing at the, at the giant heads that are being dragged away with Harry on top. We'll uh, catch up with Harry then. Um, Hope, Corbin, are you... Do you need anybody to go with you? No, we're cool. <laughs> do you need an adult? Apt choice of words. Uh, no, we're good. Thanks. All right. All right. We'll meet you afterwards then? Yep. If you guys need me, I'll be in town for another couple of days. Have fun. And he... Thanks for bringing us over here. No problem. And he says, smiling and hoisting the uh, floating greatsword that's by that sort of continually hovers behind him as he wanders off. How do you think we get a sword like that? You have to kill Sigurd, probably. <laughs> How very Dark Souls of you. Uh, you can make me an Arcana, ch an arcana check one if you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
if I want. Yes, 15. Uh, it appears to be a flying greatsword, which is a particular okay. enchantment that's not, actually not that complex to do. The sword itself seems to be of supreme, of sort of supreme quality, so it's probably a plus three flying greatsword. But mm-hmm. um, it is it is ultimately a flying greatsword, which isn't that mm-hmm. complex to acquire. And it's basically yep. that 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 basically is just a sword that flies around you and can attack on its own without you having to wield it. Um, cool. All right, so oh, you can go ahead. Uh, Gwyn's going to head off towards the hunter's lodge, then following the the heads and try to catch up with Harry. Okay. Yes, Carol. Not not hard to catch up. Okay. Yep. Lulu following them. Hunter's lodge. Hope and Corbin, are you guys going uh, to the hunter's lodge or are you going over to the medicine tent? Medicine. Okay, so we'll start with Hope and Corbin. So you head over, and as soon as you're within about 10 feet of the tent, a wave of hot air just washes over you. Okay. Um, It seems to be emanating from the scales on the building itself. I don't know what these are made of, but this is wonderful. I do the like blow where you put your hands in in the blow dryer, just leave them there for a while. Oh yeah, that. like your your hands and feet still hurt, but the warmth makes it feel really good. So it's you got this you got this combination pain and pleasure going on right now. This is yep. how some kinks get started. Right. Anyways, I'm glad um, you made the joke, not me. <laughs> So you guys move up, and uh, the door itself is not made of the same material. And so you reach up and sort of grab the handle, and it's it's warm, but it doesn't burn. And you push it open, and inside you find yourself facing uh, sort of racks and rows of bottles with uh, with uh, with alchemical solutions and liquids in them all over the place. Some herbs and spices hanging out, hanging out of baskets around the place, and uh, sort of across the way there is a bed. There's sort of like a cot that somebody is laying on, and there is this large uh, female-looking Goliath uh, standing over the standing over the prone person saying something in giant, and you can see she's holding this giant's, this Goliath's arm and shoulder in such a way, says something in giant, and then you hear a scream and a cracking sound as the arm goes, (laughs) and the Goliath on the cot just screams in pain. Uh, at which point the the one the the one standing says something else, pats the shoulder, which which elicits another yelp, um, and then begins bandaging it. Ow. We're in the right place. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Is there anybody else, or is it just uh... just the two of them right now? Uh, the 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 woman looks over her shoulder, uh, and in Gal- it says something in giant as well before turning back to the person. I reply in dwarvish. <laughs> I just say, "Can you help us?" <laughs> the Goliath. Stops what she's doing for a second, looks over and says something in giant, looking I, fairly I, confused. I don't think she. I don't think she understands you. I don't think so either. Hi, um, can you help us? Is that in common? Yes. Yes, yes. Give me a minute. Thanks. Finishes bandaging up. 
The the other one looks like a fairly young Goliath, from from what you can tell, just from having seen Sigurd and the people that came out to meet him, and then now heard. This one looks, if you were to gauge based on Sigurd at the very least, this one looks like they might be late teens. Um, still seven feet tall, but um, has the sort of baby face, no beard or anything for them. Um, says something in back and forth in giant, and then the person who's now in, you know, now their entire shoulder, basically down from the elbow up, is bandaged and, and braced, uh, sort of holding their left arm, looks at you, nods, and heads out the door. Um, she then turns around, reaches over, grabs a stool, pulls it over, sits down. So how can I help you? We got frostbit. Apparently, it was a little chilly last night, and we were pointed in your direction for oh, yeah. a remedy. She sort of indicates for you both to walk over. All right. Uh, motion help forward first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she looks. She sort of reaches out and very delicately for a woman whose hands are this large. Sort of takes you by the wrist and, and inspects your hand, be, touching it enough that you, it does hurt because she has to, um, mm-hmm. but not tr- not not like roughhousing your hands or anything. Okay. Um, looking at it. Uh, yes, I do have something that can help. Hold still. She reaches over and uh. Pulls open, pulls over a jar. Inside of it seems to be some sort of leather, uh, some sort of leather compress that's being soaked. Uh, opens the jar up, pulls out what looked to be of a similar, similar but not quite the same uh, uh, reptilian material as the outside of the of the building is constructed with. Uh, hold, uh, pulls your hand out and wraps it in material. It's sort of this weird viscous goo that sort of slathers over your fingers like a bandage. Um, and But after a few moments the goo sort of dries into your skin and there is this intense warmth that just spreads through your hand and fingers and you sort of feel that pain that pins and needles pain receding as you sort of flex your fingers and flexing your fingers still hurts but it doesn't hurt just existing anymore. Your maximum hit points. Your maximum hit points are returned to normal, but you still are down the nineteen hit points. Okay. Um. She then sort of moves you over so you sit down on the on the cot next to her. Process with your other hand and your feet. Okay, uh, that's nice. And as she does, she just sort of comments. Uh, this is a compress made from Rimara's skin, flesh. And uh, a little bit of uh, heating oil. Uh, Once the oil soaks into your skin, the heat from the Remoraz flesh will provide a little bit more of a resilience to the cold. Combining the two together will help your fingers and toes heal faster. It'll still hurt for a while, but by the time you rest tonight, you should be fine. Thanks. That's... Yeah. And she pulls over Corbin, sets him down, and does the same thing to his hands and feet. Uh, before she does, I'll ask her how much we owe her. She sort of looks at you weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not from Eisenfeld. Um, Was it the frostbite that gave it away? 
Uh, surprising enough, surprisingly enough, there are plenty of people who. Uh, there are plenty of people, even who are from Eisenfeld, that get frostbitten. No, uh, you don't have to worry about paying. That's new. This is a. You were sent here by someone, I'm assuming. You didn't find your way here. Sigurd. Yeah. I mean, bro. Yeah. yeah. The way... Wander around town, and you'll, you, will, you may understand how things work here. But, but can we buy stuff here? <laughs> like supply... Or barter. Barter, yes. Or, Bartering okay. you can do. Alright. This is weird. I... Okay. Wow. If you need any more help, please feel free to come and judge. Uh, she says as she pats uh, the compress in and helps you stand up. Thank you. Um, this is... Okay. If if there's anything we can do as well, I don't know how long we might just be staying the night, but Wander Town. Okay. This is this is odd. Okay, let's go. We Corbin. Yeah, as we're leaving, we've we've been through weirder. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice weird, not yeah. That I'm weird. I'm I'm still feeling slight. I'm just paranoid all the time at this point and i know i know okay it, it'll be all right all right so, cool cool you leave Gerd, you leave gerd's medicine shack mm -hmm. um and find yourselves outside meanwhile the others so uh harry you're riding the giant head still yep um and the others sort of catch up to you at roughly the time that it takes for them to drag you over to what looks to be a giant longhouse. This, as opposed to everything else here that's constructed of mostly hide and wood, this one is wood and stone. This one is a far more permanent structure than anything else here. Um, and it is a, it's, it's a longhouse. It's this, it's longer than any other building here, slightly wider as well. Um, two large, massive wooden doors out front. There are uh, a variety of things perched along uh, at various places on top of it. Um, Looks like an upturned boat. Kind of, but more constructed than a boat. Um, yeah. Oh, oh my uh, goodness. Okay. Uh, there are, there are um, various large birds uh, perched uh, all along the the upper sort of the upper outside roof extensions of the place, there looks alive? to be places that are yes alive. They're sitting. Okay. Some of them look most. Several of them look like giant ravens. Some of them look like giant owls. Um, they're sort of perched on these protrusions that seem to have been designed for birds to perch on. Um, as you know, the, I didn't eat uh, the last bird I saw. Oh my goodness. These look like Blue they could, take your pick. While 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 you while you are hairy, these these birds look large enough to eat you. So at least it'll be a competition. How? Why would you? That practically ensures. Oh, no, I, I know. I'm just saying. That's why I said while you are hairy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not yet, but 
Um, I feel like having roasted owl tonight. The door. As soon as we, as soon as we get up to the door, Gwyn's casting tongues on himself. Okay. The doors <laughs> open up. Um, tongues lets you understand other languages as well, right? Or, and speak, yeah. yeah speak understand and understand and both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as they open the door, you begin to be assailed by comments and giant, which now that you have tongues on, you can understand, Gwyn. Uh, mostly, it seems to be people, uh, uh, you know, celebrating the fact that these giants have been dealt with, commenting that it's a good thing they sent Sigurd, otherwise they might also be dragging back uh, uh, bodies of their warriors as well. Um, general, like, sort of celebratory uproar uh, happening um, as the giant heads are being dragged around the tables and back towards the back end. Hey, how are you? Hi, how you doing? In succession, as I'm getting carried along. Hey, how's it going? Hey, there, and there are quite a few people like offering, offering like high fives and handshakes yep. as you're as you're riding. They don't they don't seem to care oh, that beautiful. that you're riding on them. Woohoo! This is um, old time screaming. I did this. <laughs> this is Mardok territory. Yeah. Um. So. What are the rest of you doing while Harry is riding these heads to the back? Gwyn is going to step in, put his hands on his hips, just sort of survey the room, realizing that that he's, you know, a good probably two to three feet shorter than most of the people in here, but still. Definitively, yes. Right. And then um, he wants to try and eyeball who is the best candidate for you look like a guide who wants to help out some people find a thing that might be dangerous. Give me a insight check. As this is happening, Lulu will say to Gashkar, I understand that the city is a city, but are we sure that, that we should have left those two to their own devices here? If I understand We're gonna change this, that to a nineteen. If I if I understand this place as well as I understand places back home, they'll be fine. Uh, so it's a, is that a nineteen total or a nineteen that you're changing the role to? Uh, nineteen total. Okay. So change change that ten to a fifteen. Okay. So um, with uh, a nineteen, you look around and there's a variety of uproar going on. There's one person at the far back that seems to be sort of directing the the people dragging the giant's heads. Uh, it's a Goliath with a fairly long, uh, fairly long and braided beard and hair that's sort of swept back uh, that drops down his back but is tied uh, tied up in a ponytail that is also braided to keep it out of his face and everything, uh, who is wearing what you surmise to be a Remoraz scale cloak mm. um, and holding some sort of large bone bow, uh, sort of leaning on it with a quiver of arrows on his side, who looks to be some sort of hunter in charge. Um, while you can't really ascertain who might be more inclined to help you out, you can certainly determine that this person would be the one to dictate who could help you out. Okay. Uh, he just sort of seems um, to be in charge of the lodge. Has Gwyn ever read anything about social patterns of the Eisenfeld barbarian tribes? Maybe a history role. Even Eisenfeld just existed like a week ago. That's a library. 
So you 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 know you've never you know you've never read anything about Eisenfeld, but for some okay. reason you have memory of reading something about Eisenfeld. <laughs> okay. Oh yes. Because this world works in weird ways. Um it seems that you recall that the barbarian tribes specifically have very much um sort of a sort of a meritocracy sort of uh, society um where those who can do um and and are rewarded as such so they don't really they they, they do an amount of bartering with outsiders but primarily the way you get favors is by doing favors um and it seems that you know you guys came in with Sigurd, who, you know, it, that may be enough clout to get help, uh, 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 depending on Sigurd's station in the area. You might be able to offer assistance with something in, and in return get what you're looking for. It might be a thing where you could ask for it and then other people will be willing to do a thing for you in order to gain uh, socially in return. So it's entirely possible that you can find somebody who will just help you out because helping you out will help them socially in town. Okay. Um, so he'll kind of, Gwyn will kind of nudge Gashkar and Lulu a little bit. Hmm? There's the man we need to talk to. Okay. They may require us to prove ourselves. They may be willing to help in order for help in return. I can talk to them, but I think going up as a group might be our best option. Sounds fine to me. I Harry! Fun, but these yeah! Are <laughs> Gotta go. My people need me, folks. I'll be back. <laughs> so Harry hops off the, the giant head and trots over to you. I can hunt, but they're probably quite capable of that stuff. I also have some ability to curses dark objects, stuff like that. Which is uh, a That's good, I think. Harry, we need to, well, see the <clears throat> tall gentleman with the rather impressive archery equipment uh he's uh he's the wait are you say are are you talking about the one that you're referring to fall uh, impressive archery equipment as a euphemism or the one that's actually no the one with the really big bone bow over there hmm? i feel like I need i'm to speaking literally i'm speaking okay it's really not yes this is not an illustrative no Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you have much room to talk about figuratively. You've been literally eating a giant dick all week. Correct. Be that as it may, uh, we are probably going to have to at least make an effort to prove ourselves or establish that we are the sort of people who can be helpful in a wide variety of situations. And therefore, it might be in somebody's best interest to also help us with what we need. Uh, to kill something. Well, maybe, or you know, I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't have firsthand experience. They're with going this to ask. A, they're going to ask a favor for a favor. That'll either be a test of strength to prove yourself as a warrior, or they might need some help building some new structures. 
what Gashkar said. We're not really good for much else, collectively. I mean, we're very good at killing things. And given about 15 minutes of preparation, not one of these people could grapple me, so... That's a lot of... They're not going to give you 15 minutes of preparation. No, they're not. Somebody's going to try to grapple you. They're not going to give you 15 minutes to get ready. Here's how it'll go. They won't have a chance to grapple you because we'll be grappling them. And anyway, but we should go, like, That's good, but I don't think I can grapple one of them. Gwen, come on, let's go. (laughs) Oh, I could could throw some of these people across rooms, but... (laughs) None of them them are sickered. I could castrate them. How many dicks do you, do, does one girl need, honestly, in a collection? That's a loaded question. Then we won't talk about it. I'm only continuing it. with that at this point because it keeps it keeps weirding people out, and I think that's funny. That's very fair. All also, right. Also, well. the answer to that question, by the way, is how many can one have? Look, I came from a small clan of entirely unrelated people. I know not to ask these things. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go talk to the gentleman in authority real quick. You need to use simpler language, Gwen. I'm I'm planning on it. Actually, I might honestly let Eshkill drive on this one. And hey, let's go talk to these bastards. Don't don't do that. (laughs) So you approach the giant Goliath um, in with uh, with the uh, scale cloak and bow, who turns and looks down, sits back in a chair, leans on the bow. You couldn't have done that to me. Okay. Can I help you? In common. Probably. We're going to need a guide. There's a artifact hidden in a cave somewhere near the border of the Feywood, and we were hoping to have someone guide us there. Looking for a guide, huh? None of you are native to these lands, are you? No. We arrived and very swiftly got into a scuff helping Sigurd handle those giants, and then Uh, shortly ended up here. friends, Friends of Sigurd, then. Well, that's not a bad position to be in. You're speaking to Volandir, and you are? Gashkar Stormcaller, this is Squinferon and Lulu. And Harry, you have a last name, I don't know it. Just Harry's fine. <clears throat> well. Harriet, if you want to be formal, but please don't be formal. We don't have very many people here who are. Awesome. He said, yeah, Volunteer. What was that? I, I was confirming Volunteer. Yeah, Volunteer. Volunteer. Well, depending on how far out it is, you said you're going to the border of the Feywood. You know the exact location or the general location, Gwyn? And Gwyn will give a, a rough description of the cave itself. You know, icy, uh, you know, close to the border of the Feywood, uh, the the few landmarks that were were noted when he made contact other plane, um, that sort of thing. We do have a huntress that frequents that edge of the Isenfell. 
she actually uh, has just recently come back from a hunt. Potentially, you could convince her to take you out there, but that would be between the two of you. You could point us in her direction. Yes. Yeah, so hey, what's her name then? Hmm. Uh, you're looking for. Sorry. Uh, you're looking for Svanhildr. Uh, she is probably around the probably around the battle arena. She likes to test her metal in combat whenever she gets back in town. Uh, fairly tall. Uh, he says, and then thinks about that statement for a second. Uh, stands up and holds up a hand to his height. <laughs> roughly the same height as I am. Uh, black hair, long, tied in a braid. She wields a... Uh, she wields the bow of a... And he says a word in giant, which, for the one of you that understands giant, uh, translates to dragon's wing. Um, so she wields the bow of a dragon's wing, which would indicate to you a bow made from a dragon's wing. Mm-hmm. Um, which should make her fairly easy to spot, if you're looking. Right. Sounds like a capable warrior, then. She is. We'll go, we'll go take a look. Uh, as to what sort of price she might ask, that's something that the crew of you can work out with her. Fair enough. If you're still here this evening, please feel free to join us for the feast tonight in celebration for the dead giants that have been brought in. We appreciate the invitation, volunteer. Let's... What's on the menu? Giants, as well as other things. Awesome. Let's go find Svanhilda first. Alright. Uh, Gwyn's going to lag slightly behind. Okay. Uh, brief question before I leave, volunteer. Uh, what's with the uh, what's with the big birds on the edge of the, the feast hall here? Ah, uh, well, they are our companions. Many a hunter uses a raven or an owl for their uh, assistance in the hunt. And as such, the lodge itself is a place of sanctuary for those birds. Are those, uh, does each hunter tame and, and uh, befriend their own, or do you have a, a group who assigns those out to those what need them? Each hunter tames their own. Fascinating tradition. I'm very impressed by your people's adherence to harmony with the land around here. We do our best. Well, I've much to learn from you, and I appreciate you giving us the opportunity. He nods, reaches down to his belt, pulls out a a, a horn, and had to stop her with something. Well then, if you're interested, again, visit us for the feast. I'm sure there are many who would regale you with stories of their own personal glory. We'll be in attendance. Trails blessings to you. And he'll turn and leave. <laughs> he raises the, raises the horn, and the group of you step out of the Hunter's Lodge. I follow the sounds of people punching each other to the fighting arena. Will do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hope and Corbin. So you guys have just stepped out of the medicine hut. Where are you heading to next? Uh, the building that he said that everybody was going to be at. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> or did we forget something? Possibly. Yeah. Remember 
how we were asking back in, I don't know, two towns ago, whatever. Um, right when we were leaving the um, Illinora about giant strength belts. Do you think, because there's lots of giants around, do you think maybe they'd have some here? I don't understand this no money thing, but we can maybe see if they have any. Yeah. It's literally gonna... the place where they least need belts of giants. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm trying to find things. Give me an investigation roll and oh. an insight roll. Both of you. Okay. I have yes. a uh, Let's not have disadvantage anymore. Nine. Twenty-six. And... And an insight roll. Seventeen. Yep. And... Twenty-six. Alright. <laughs> so, Corbin... Hope finds the person and Corbin figures out what they're looking for. Corbin... <laughs> Yeah, you don't see shit. Mostly, what you oh. see, like you're, you guys start wandering around the town, uh, and you see lots of Goliaths meandering around, talking amongst each other. However, what you do notice um, is that uh, you're slightly confused with this concept of not having to pay for things and and trying to, and and thinking about what uh, Gerd said uh, regarding wandering the town. Um, and uh, as you're sort of looking around and watching, you notice that a lot of people seem to be take, having interactions in which they will simply walk up, say something that seems like it might be a greeting, reach over, grab a thing, and walk off. Like, nothing, nothing is getting transacted. Nothing is getting, nothing is getting handed off. And as you think about it and sort of observe it, it seems that everybody knows everyone else. And... Assumedly, there is some system in place where, because they know everyone else, they either have already done something to pay for a thing, or have some sort of standing, like some sort of standing interaction where, you know, if I come over for bread, then I, I'm entitled to this much bread because I've done this thing in the past. Something yeah. along that line. Some seems to be some sort of maybe barter system, maybe something else. You're like not, an honor system. Yeah, some sort of I honor do. system based around their reputation in the town. Like your 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 social that your social standing entitles you to so and so. And thinking about that, it may just be that everyone is entitled to medical care. That's a basic. Because even if you haven't done anything honorable or glorious, you still deserve to have a chance to do something honorable and glorious so you get medical treatment when you need it. Hashtag um, everywhere but America. <laughs> is it a single-payer system? It is a no-payer system. Um, <laughs> and because because the medicine woman is vital to everyone getting to do the honorable deeds, the medicine woman gets whatever she needs to keep living, basically. Basically, yeah. So, like, thinking about the system like that, she doesn't need money or bartering. She doesn't need shit. Because she provides... Yeah, she provides a vital service to the entire mm -hmm. place. So if she comes out needing food, she just takes the food she needs. Um, so it seems like if if you were to get something like a like a belt of giant strength, there would have to be some form of compensation. It just wouldn't be monetary. 
Yeah. Um, Hope, mm-hmm. looking around, you sort of get that similar sense from just looking at the interactions that you're seeing. Um, you also notice that there are there 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 are several people that have items that seem to be of a superior quality, of some sort of magical quality and things like that. Several of them have belts that have giant runes etched into them, which may or may not be the kind of thing you're looking for. You do notice that several of them are heading to and from what seems like some sort of gladiatorial arena. Okay, okay. That um, Maybe, maybe... All right. There's some people. Maybe if we can go that way and see if someone's handing them out or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just listen. The rogue is going to steal from the and nonsense. that's and that's how two two members of the party got arrested for, or got got pressed into slavery. <laughs> arrested, you said dead again in yes. one in one in one of their cases. Mm-hmm. So. The group of you actually convene around yeah. the battle arena, like sort of almost at the same time. Um, the group of you sort of meet up, and a- as you're as you're coming up to this sort of overhang that looks out, you see this large dirt pit that's been dug out uh, with spiked wooden palisades surrounding it, and and sort of in this ditch, so you can you can't get out without climbing, so you can't run away from a fight, basically. Um, and there are people around it sort of calling out cheers and giant and and talking. And in the arena, you see this large, uh, seven and a half foot tall, uh, woman wearing hot, wearing what looks to be the wolf hide, um, beating the shit out of a guy with a large belt, uh, that, that has these, that you've seen hope, these sort of giant runes on it. And she basically has him, but he's wearing a harness um, and she has him up by the harness and is just pounding him in the face uh, to the cheers of the audience. And after a few more punches, let's go. And he hits the ground. And as the people cheer, she reaches down, pulls the belt off of him, raises it up to more cheers and then straps it on herself. Okay. <laughs> So you see him, you, 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 the idea that you're getting, Hope, is that uh, if you want something like that, you might have to fight for it. Okay. Corbin? <laughs> Got this. Way ahead of you. Yep. Um, oh, hi, everyone. Yeah, hey, guys. What are you guys? The others hey. of you, uh, you, you see the person who was described to you as Von Hilder beating the shit out of a guy in an arena. All right. Yeah, I like where this. I is want to be where that is. I I think there's several of us that do. Uh, hey, well, she sort of moves away, uh, moves over to one side, grabs uh, a bow that's been hanging against the wall, puts it on, and climbs out of the arena as several people sort of climb down to pick and drag the unconscious guy out. Uh, well, it's I all the same to y'all. I'd say y'all can head in for whatever fisticuffs and extravaganza you choose to get yourselves involved in, and I'll go speak to the lady. I was going to go do that as well, so. Oh no, let's fight. Okay. Who are you fighting? No one, just in jet. I just want to fight something, just 
Do you say that out I loud? I punch Hope in the face. Yes. Give me an attack roll. Shouldn't you get permission to use the arena? I mean, technically, we were just fighting in the crowd right now. <laughs> yes, you're right. starting a riot. Yep. Uh, Go for it. Oh, I love anarchy. It will be using your strength, Harry. It'll be a. I think that's bullshit because I'm a battle master fighter, and I it would make sense that I would be able. But that's fine. But you're not a monk. But mechanically, unless you have martial arts or a similar thing, you use strength to punch people. Yeah, I think that's dumb. Uh, does a 13 hit you, Huff? Nope. 16. I have three class. attacks in a round. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get right. to fight the winner. What's your, so what's your strength score? Eight. <laughs> you cannot do zero damage. No, you can't. So you take nope. two points of damage. Okay. Ow. And 14. Nope. So Harry leaps up. Ba 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 ba. And two of them hit your two of them hit your armor, but one cold cocks you across the chin. To ah, fuck! Two points of damage. Yeah. Uh. Oh no. Listen. Mm. Feel better. I want to punch you. We'll finish with this, and then I'm going to punch you. Just. You said uh. you wanted to fight someone. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I feel like maybe we should save it because she was hitting really hard, but yes, I'm going to punch you. Do you want me to punch you now? Because I can do that. Oh, well, you can try. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to go for yes, it. Give me a strength-based <laughs> strength attack. So, okay. wait. Yeah. I am going to use... Oh, no. <laughs> um... You can use your if you if you had wanted to, by the way, you can use your combat maneuvers on an arm strike. I'm aware. Uh, I am going to use. Now I have to get my yep my... evasive footwork. Oh God, what's that mean? That expends a superiority die, and my armor class goes up by eight. Nice. Hot damn! There you go. <sighs> All right. Give me All a, right. Give me a strength-based attack roll. That's that's a d20 plus your strength modifier plus your proficiency. Actually, bonus. I have an unarmed attack because I'm a monk. Oh yeah, you're a monk. You have martial arts. I that's right. do. You can use your decks. I have one. All right. So. I'm... Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not the correct one because that is only when I am moving. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm going to use my reaction to parry you. Okay. Well, you let's only, see. Do you, uh, do you only, I think you only parry when you get hit, right? Yes. Yep. So. Mm -hmm. yep. Um... And if you miss a lot, then I will use that, that superiority die for something else. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to reckless attack. Let's do this. So advantage on the first one. Doo -doo -doo. Okay. So you actually did four. That's Gashkar. That was me testing my... That was me testing... Don't my... randomly roll dice! I natural 20. Alright. Okay. Yeah, natural 20. We'll hit. Yep. So you take four, six points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, now... 
are you you are you were you wanting to use dex instead of strength um because you have strength? strength you have strength on both of those oh yeah it would be strength because my strength's actually higher than my dex okay there you go then it doesn't matter because i am a i am a strength based rogue <laughs> strength based rogue all right yes. so you do uh why is it 2d4 it's oh wait, no, that's right, because it was a crit. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, all right, so you do four or five. You do six points of damage. Tear. Yep. Second attack and which then bonus my, action attack. Which my parry knocked down to eight or to okay. nothing. Okay. All right, I'm gonna punch you again. Mm-hmm. This is I only do on the first one. So that's a twenty-eight. It's a hit. If you're reckless attacking, then it applies to everything. Um, reckless attack says it's only for the first when, attack. When, when you make the first when, attack, yeah, oh, you activate okay. it on your first attack. Got it. Okay, and then I'll it roll that again. Goes until your next turn. Crit. Just in case it's a crit. Nope, it's not. <laughs> so four points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, roll a and one on the damage. Twenty-six. Yep. And another four, four points, points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. <laughs> So you parry the first one, taking no damage, and then two more <laughs> Saki in the face. And she grins. We're just doing this on a street corner. It's just out next yes, to the just are. next to the arena. Several, yep. this, is liter- this is literally a street brawl. Several, yep. mem- several members of the crowd have turned and started cheering at the people punching each other. All right, that felt good. That was good. I really want to fight the winner. Good. I, I, I'm glad it felt good. Can I use my axe only non-lethally? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What did you say? You used reckless attack, didn't you? I did. Which means you have advantage on your attack. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Go for it. 23. 30. And 28. Yes. Yes, they all hit. Uh, so you take 36 points of damage as okay. Harry basically whack, as Harry whack, whack. basically Harry holds up the axe throws it into the air catches it so that her hand is by the blade is sort of like in the shadow of the blade and then with the pommel of the axe <laughs> the just smacks you three times with it ow wait are we not doing this ow <laughs> I like the idea that Gashkar and Gwyn are just kind of walking away, having idle conversation. So, right. like, so you know, if if she needs us to challenge her, do you think, uh, uh, like, a fight? You think I should probably just go ahead and face her? And the two of them are just pummeling each other. <laughs> well, I mean, you can you can you can challenge her if you want, but I'd be kind of interested to see what uh, what my new uh, what my new flesh coat can do up against uh, a warrior of her caliber. But no, Don't you're, pro- you're probably you're probably the best. Fair enough. Yeah, no, you're you're you. I mean, I'd like to try at some point, but yeah, no, Eshkill's right. You're probably the better choice if she does want a a toe to toe face off. Meanwhile, Hope, are you punching again? Are you again? doing this? Because I don't know. I'm gonna, if you I'm want, gonna, if, if you want to tap out it. now, feel free. Fuck no! <laughs> oh God! I'm gonna rage! Okay, Hope rages. Right. I'm just gonna officiate this MMA match real quick. 
God damn it. No, no, this is not an MMA match. You're letting them handle this. This is a hardcore ECW style match. Yeah, the Marcus of Queensbury is nowhere within a country fucking mile of this place. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's uh-huh. This is a LimeWire bum fight. Let's do this. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, well. Um... <laughs> All right. So this is, this is half a step up from two guys with a with a rebar in a parking lot. I knew I should have action searched them so, before you raged. Hope rages. <laughs> well, I rage, and then I'm going to attack twice with the dagger. <laughs> I'm not holding back. Um, Are you attacking oh, fuck it, let's lethally do it. or non-lethally? Lethally. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're going there, are we? Oh, yes. I don't oh, like worrying. Technically a medic. Punch me yes, in the face. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to attack recklessly again. I. Okay. Hope to not understand how a, how a sparring match goes. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I don't get that. All right. 22 and yep. uh nah, crit yep so <laughs> this one i didn't add my rage to this one um and so it's what's your rage damage be, it's uh Two. three rage damage right three. now so there's okay. three added onto these okay. so that's oh. seven piercing through you did, rage you did add your rage to it oh it did okay never mind i wasn't that's sure which one i had and 21 24 okay uh yep. sneak attack at all yep um yeah yeah because i had advantage yeah, yeah you did, you advantage, so you did, did sneak attack. uh sneak attack and the is... sneak attack damage also heals you because it's part of the dagger's attack sweet um yeah so that's um, what was the total on that 10 21 24 36 36 okay yep. back exactly up to what you did <laughs> 36 Okay, I'm back up from 66 hit points. Okay. 102. So, hope hope pulls out rages pulls out dagger and just shanks you twice, Harry. Yep. All right. And so as the start. as the daggers as the daggers sink in, you feel the life force ebbing out of you. Okay. All right. That's how it's going to be now, huh? Okay. First attack. Uh, <laughs> 24. Yep. Um, and you know what? We will make this a disarming attack. Okay. Yep. Um, so and if that- I drop the dagger, does it go back to the belt? Because it's a tune. It's, it's connected yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay. Eight slashing. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I have a belt that returns like instantly without No, not instantly, no. No, it it will go back not instantaneously. Okay. Not... Yes. Um that Well, no, it has been instantly cuz I've like thrown it and then made a second yeah, attack. But not Nine. not until okay. your turn. It's not going to be like a okay. reaction. Got it. Uh, strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, you have advantage because you're raging oh i am um on strength yeah i do 17 so So you drop your weapon ding 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 so the dagger (laughs) hits the ground all right so that's nine 
Um, the dagger is currently on the ground. Uh, second attack. Natural 20. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, let's make this. Uh, let's make this a... And it does. Um, it will double your combat superiority dice for you. Yes, it will. Let's make this a... Crap. There's not anything hugely effective here. Um... Let's just go with it's not gonna you're you're gonna succeed because you're you're raging, but menacing attack just because I get the extra damage die. Okay. Um, um yeah. so I'm looking at something in your bio page. Okay. I'll leave it. So there's eighteen slashing Okay. Plus yeah, yeah, it's not yep. So a total of 25 slashing and okay. you have berserker right no oh uh ancestral uh guardians um, actually uh i'm gonna use then? i'm gonna use uh uncanny dodge on one of those okay uh, yes um, uh you can't uh so. yeah uh hope does not have mindless rage so will not okay. can be frightened yes mm-hmm. yep so having that brings it down to 25 to 12 Okay. And you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Versus 19. Let's see. Nope. You are frightened of me until the end of my next turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my second attack. Third attack. Mm -hmm. 30. Yep. For nine slashing. Okay. Action surge. Oh, no. <laughs> Harry's going to give you a reason to be frightened in a second. <laughs> yeah. 32, 4, so 17 slashing, so 8. Um, 22? Uh, yep. For 14 slashing. 17. And a 30 for 13 slashing. Hmm. Fighters. So, in the distance, the two of you hear, I call the victor. As some of you, as, as, uh, uh, well, I mean, he wasn't here to hear that. Um, I know, that's why I say it. As those of you that aren't in the middle of the fight, and those of you that aren't in the fight, see Sigurd approaching. Um, because he wants to get in on this shit. Uh, um, and it's back to Hope's turn. Yep. Uh, the dagger on the ground snaps back to the snapback belt. Ow! And it's your turn, Hope. I back up. Okay. Invoking a dagger opportunity. Um, uh... No, uh, I'm gonna disengage. Okay. Okay. Action. So no. Um, <laughs> disengage. Back up. Disengage. And cannot move any closer you, currently. I can't, and I'm going to just do. I'm going to one regain a point of healing. So I'm at 28 now. <laughs> Uh, hold on just a second. Were you not taking oh, half no. damage for rage? Hold on, hold on. 
Oh, I wasn't. I is the sentinel. Damn it. I was not. I keep forgetting oh, that. That is yeah. fair. That is I true. Have, I have the sentinel feat. I can make an opportunity attack against you even if you disengage. Damn it. Okay. Well, well, hang on. First, Hope has to readjust health because it wasn't Sorry. qualifying for yeah, the Yeah, no, that was all half damage. That would, um, oh, goodness. So I, it's 12 down to 6. Mm -hmm. uh, six plus four. Yeah, plus but I don't know eight. what I was starting at, so I'm just well, gonna just add. So what you do, right? If you because you didn't know where you started at, you're yep. at 102 because you said you you did 36 damage. You yep. got that back up from 66. Yes. Yep. So see, I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other way that you can do is just going back to the damage you're taking and yeah. add half of that damage back to your health. Yeah. yeah. But, mm -hmm. So yep. 102. Minus 12 is, 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 uh, or 12, which is actually six because you uncanny dodge. So Minus 96, six. uh, yep. four, 92, uh, 88, or, uh, 84, We're just going um, to eat you now. <laughs> 84, 77, minus, you're 71. Okay, thank you. Yep. Never mind. I don't regain a health because I'm not below half. Okay. And then you back up, and then I attack you again. Yep. With the go for it. Yep. Doesn't Which she fail to back up? It is. Doesn't she fail to get no. away from you? you that? It is no longer. It is no longer advantage because uh, because reckless attack only right. happens until your That's... next turn. But the first roll was a twenty, yeah. so yeah, it's still a crit. For fourteen, so seven. Yeah, and your speed gets reduced to zero, so you can't back away. Yes. <laughs> Sentinel's a good feat, man. It Sentinel is. is a ridiculous. It is a really ridiculous feat. That's why I got it too. Yep. All right. Um. And that was my bonus action. No, she knows otherwise, as as far as she can tell. Shit got real, and she doesn't stop making shit real until the other person makes shit not real. I'm going to pause and do uh, insightful fighting. So I make an insight check against your deception. Right. That, let me look at frightened for a second, because that may be a disadvantage. Yeah, ability checks have disadvantage as long as ability you're insight. Yeah, look. I believe so. Disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. So yeah, you. So oh, it damn. Be, so it will be a disadvantage insight. All right, I'll try. It's my great track record I at mean, insightful deception fighting. Is kind of shit. Um, Twelve. Uh, I do not have advantage. Nine. <laughs> Finally, it works. So what is it? Uh, I'm basically like watching you and kind of figuring out how you work. Right. So mechanically, what do you get out of that? Yeah, I get I uh, get. Uh, let me see. Let me find you, that. Do you actually quick. get information out of successful? I, one. I know it's uh, rare that this has happened. I don't but get. There are things that you yeah, get. it is very rare. Um, so I can use sneak attack even if I have uh, even with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, and it lasts one minute. Okay. Okay. So that's that. That's what you get. All right. So mm -hmm. you get permanent sneak attack. Okay. Uh, are you sure that that's how that works, Mara? Because as far as I'm aware, it says you get sneak attack against it if you don't have advantage, but not if you have disadvantage. It says you can use sneak attack even if disadvantage. This was the uh, UA. Oh, okay. One. 
Yeah, the, the that mm -hmm. was one of the things that was changed when it got to Zadthar, but you were still using the UI. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. <clears throat> All right. And that's that's that was my bonus action, my action. So that's my turn. I'm okay. Watching. Right. Once you once once uh, uh, hope stops attacking, Harry is readying an action to attack. Should she get attacked? But she holds. I was like, "Are we done?" Oh. Hmm. I'll make a roll to see. It's when daggers get thrown. Yeah. All right. Straightens up. Smacks you well. It should. It would be on the shoulder, but it's really more like on the hip, because you know, three foot. Good fight. Ow! So you won. Does that mean it's my turn or his turn? Pointing oh. up at. No, 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 no! She did not win. <laughs> she won. You surrendered. No. While that debate is going win. on. <laughs> <laughs> Gashkar and Gwynferon. <laughs> you two have approached um you first whose name Svanhilder. I Svanhilder. Svanhilder. You two have approached Svanhilder, uh who is uh, And then the one with no arms says, so we'll call it a draw. There was a lot of holes in that story. <laughs> there was a lot of holes in the night as well. Fair enough. Well done. Uh, Sunhilder, who is currently buckling a uh, a cloak uh, over her shoulder. Sunhilder. Yes. We are hoping to catch you. Uh, we're in need of a guide who knows the area near the Feywood. You know my name. Yours is Gashkar Stormcaller. This is Quinferon. We have a handful of other companions who would be going on this journey as well. She looks up at what is currently a fight happening. Including over. those two. Okay. Uh, leans on her bow. And so you see that this is this bow seems to be made from dragon bone. Um, it looks to be made out... And Kashkar, you can tell us because you're more familiar with dragons than people are. Um, yep. It looks to be made out of the bones of a dragon's wing. Mm -hmm. um with the with the um with bits of the skin uh used as reinforcement throughout the bow and also for the string um decorated a couple of places with dragon scales that look to be blue scales um which she leans on so where exactly are you looking to go that you need a guide Gwen. Uh, there's a icy cave near the boundary between Eisenfeld and the Feywood. Uh, it's apparently a rather dangerous place, but there's rumors of a powerful staff held within. Uh, goes by Weaveborn or you some such uh, sobriquet. Are you speaking of Icemall's Gullet? Well, this is the first time I've heard the proper name given to it. Describe Tell us a bit about Icemall, if you wouldn't mind. Describe to me what you're talking about if you've seen it before. And he'll give 
the the rough description of the landmarks there um with the the mouth of the cage she'll, and the ice and she'll nod right. of you yeah that's that sounds like it's what you're looking for um the gullet is well it's said to be the leftovers of an ancient titan made of frost and uh snow uh whose body decorates the land in which we live she says indicating the sn snowy expanse around them around you would that be the one that made that massive footprint it's believed possibly but no one knows for sure um the gullet is a cave that seems to go on forever into a massive open cavern that uh would be if it was a body of a, of a titan the uh stomach but i've only ever ventured just inside the maw it's incredibly dangerous and all manner of beasts make their home there, including, I believe, there's a... Uh, when last I checked, there was a rim, there's actually a Rimuraz nest inside the gullet. <laughs> some of our companions have been dying to fight some. Well, you will get a chance if you're going that way. It seems that uh, Snowdrift itself makes a rather decent use of the leavens of a Rimuraz. Uh, could we convince... Your services in uh, response for any Remoraz parts we bring back, kept in your possession and donated to the to the town. Uh, he sort of thinks for a second. If you survive, the glory of the first kill will be mine. Aside from that, I will. Aside from that, you can do what you please. Sound fair? Good to me. Quite reasonable, eh? When are you? When were you expecting to leave? Hopefully on tomorrow's dawn. Oh. But if there's a better time, we'll bow to your expertise. We are strangers to this land. There is... Depending on what you're trying to do, there are better times for leaving than others, but dawn is not a bad one for, for overland travel, especially with what I'm assuming are a group of outsiders to Eisenfeld. Yes. Very well. I'm the only, I'm, in, aside from being outsiders to Eisenfeld, I think I am the only one among the number who calls a snow, uh, snowy place home. The ages of Eisenfeld, even from similar environments, are unique. Easier to spot when the sun is out. Mm. We will leave in the morning then, if that's what you desire. If you have need to speak with us again before we leave, uh, I believe most of us are planning to a. Uh... And the feast that Volunteer invited us to. I'm actually heading that way myself. I stay in the Hunter's Lodge when I'm in town. I'll be pleased to see you there, then. It looks like your friends are enjoying a fight, though. Perhaps some of you would like to step into the arena. There are several of us that would like to enter the arena. Are you offering a challenge? No, I've already had my fight for the day. <laughs> if... There's some need you have. I'm certain there are many, many young fighters around here that would gladly throw down. Though I would caution, the arena fight is bare knuckle. I see your friends are using their weapons. Yes. I actually, I noticed some interesting belts of a design, not the same, but similar to my own on some of the fighters, including you. She sort of looks you over, uh, taps her, taps the belt that she has now, and up close. Give me an arcana check, both of you. Now that you're a little closer to it. Uh, plus zero. Nine! 
I can't tell how strong uh, this spell is. Uh, that would be a 28. Gashkar, you've got no idea. Um, uh, 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 from this is a belt of this is a belt of frost giant strength. The runes are the runes that are that are, are ind- indicative of frost giant. Ah, uh, these belts are a trophy that my people have and use when. Uh, we have a contentious relationship with the giants of the land, and as such, oftentimes we will raid their homes and take from them whatever magical items we can. A frost giant belt is a sign of great glory and honor, and one not easily taken or won, especially in an arena where strength rules over all. Speaking of which, uh, you mentioned they being be in... Uh bare knuckle fighting so uh no physical weapons allowed within the arena i take it bare knuckles what's only. about what's about uh, those would carry with them uh weapons of a shall we say less physical nature while it's not exactly to the spirit of the arena you certainly wouldn't make any friends there are no explicit rules against it fair enough that's noted. bullshit <laughs> um, we're over there, or just Gwen? No, there. Yeah. You guys are all elsewhere. This is just Gwen and Gashgar yeah. right now. Well, I think it might be good to make a name for ourselves before we take off in the morning. Excellent, and uh, maybe I'll see if there's a individual in charge of the arena who might be wanting to put on a special exhibition fight and see how any of them choose to fare against, say, an individual of. Various talents. Hmm? I will warn you, uh, as with everything in this town, the arena itself is just as much an honor system as anything else. There's no honor to be gle- there's no honor to be gained in mercilessly beating down random outsiders. So if you're looking for a fight in the arena, you will have to have something to entice honor or glory. Interesting. She kind of, uh, Gashkar kind of switches the quiver of Ilana and pulls out the, the wyvern tail axe. I think I've got some trophies that might gather someone's eye. That'll be up to you to bargain. What outsiders see as having value versus what we see here as having value is not always the same. Well, if you need me, I'll be in the lodge. And she hikes the bow over her shoulder and marches off towards the Hunter's Lodge at roughly the time where Hope and Harry have decided to end their fight. As I was saying, both won. Excuse me, I'm just going to lie on the ground for a minute. Sig- Sigurd. I'm just saying, I don't laughing. have to lie on the ground. Okay. Ow. So if they both won, do we each take one of them? Sure. Which one do you want? He nods towards I'm Harry. I'm pointing at the giant. <laughs> he nods towards Harry. <laughs> yes. And at that point is where we're going to end for the week. Thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.